Bitch, a perfect life. Had you by my side. Not a worry in the world, cause it was you and I. Us against the people, treated each other equal. How could I? It's turned so bad. Now I'm just so lost, and I can't seem to find my way back home. You used to take my hand and lead me back, but now you're gone. Now I'm so tense and I can't trust anyone It's all your fault but pick up my calls When I need you, I'll just run and run away Numb all my pain to another place Just run away What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Y'all know what it is. It's Ice Pick, Kevin Rick, Eric Hicks, Trevor Name, you should choose. This is the Crazy Horse Podcast. 717's number one podcast. And this is Brands and Nose talking at BNC. Nas in the building. You already know, man. Yo, 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 it's the man, man. Yo, Nas by me, too. It's episode 119. We got the oil go ahead and introduce yourself in this cat. Shot, what is it? Shine Mine Cap. S H I N E M I N E C A P. Shine Mine Cap on the I G, okay. Well, we got a special guest in the building with us today. Make some noise for that. Another guest. We're having a guest lined up. Glad to have y'all come Guests lined up. The episodes lined up. It's yeah, a flood. It's a flood. Definitely going to get into what Sis got to promote and everything Sis got going on. Well, let's break the ice. Let's take a sip. Go ahead, hit your vape. Relax. <laughs> let's talk about the situation with Miss Sukiyana and what's the rapper's name? YK Osiris. What all these letters be first and foremost? The YK, you know, I guess. I think I'm not too yo. I'm probably the oldest young boy ever. <laughs> I'm not hip with none That's of the lingo, none of that shit, yo. I was on Facebook and I seen them put SSA. I was like, what the hell is that? I'm trying to abbreviate it. They spelling ass out without getting banned. Cause you can get reported and shit no, for ass. Yeah, they be getting them now. I ain't even know that. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? I was trying my hardest. 
It was like FWU, FW, I don't, I don't know yeah, those things, know but yeah, YK, about. I guess it's like, you know, Osiris, whatever. I looked it up. It's Young King. Young King. Okay. Young so King. Young King. Makes sense. Young King Osiris. Oh. He ain't moving like a king, that's for sure. He a one-hit wonder. What, what's this one hit? What, what, what one? Yeah, one that like pop. You, you ain't listen to him? He got one song. See, I don't feel he got like bad, one or two songs I be that pop. feeling so out the loop with the music shit sometimes. Yeah, he's not a big artist. He ain't no big artist nah, like that. Nah. Oh, all right. He's more known just for him. Like, he got known from his one-hit wonder. <laughs> and then, like, he was the one that owed Drake that money for betting. He's a bad gambler. He owed all these yeah, people's money. Yeah, he's a bad ass oh, better. Oh, shit. Well. So that's what really, like. Oh, he's known now for the for. for I know, I know Charlemagne probably gave him donkey of the donkey day. Donkey of the day, for sure. <laughs> for no so listen. So he rolls up on her, middle of the basketball game. Cause they 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 uh she's commentating the game. Mm-hmm. One of the hosts just kiss her in the mouth or whatever, Force, forcibly. <laughs> forcibly. I seen the video. Like, yeah, well, she, she snatched, snatched her head back. And then he, he regripped. Yeah. And then did second. You ain't seen the video at all. I haven't. Oh my! Oh it yeah. Twice it, it was bad and. So now this is my this is my thing with it. I'll right? play devil's advocate against you on this one. I I ain't even. I'm not going to play devil's advocate. I'm gonna say this though. Like the way she portrays herself, and it's no excuse. Nah, not at all. What I'm about to say is no excuse for anybody. Nobody ain't got no business touching, violating nobody in their space like that, forcefully. But like I say, like the way the way she portrays, and, and I seen a few of her interviews. I heard she's the uh, my 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 pussy pink and my booty hoe brown, right? Like yeah, and eating the man out. And that's that all like that. she. So again. It doesn't. It doesn't excuse him or justify his actions, but it's like when 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 that's what you portraying and that's what you putting out there. Like some, it, it obviously it is some assholes out here that can't decipher. Okay, this is her character yeah. as an entertainer. Yeah, you know what I mean. Some motherfuckers just can't decipher. Some niggas is retarded. No, nah, but even if that was the case or not, she ain't tell you to. She ain't gonna right. be that way with you. Right, 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 right. But. I'm just saying that yeah. energy you put out there. Yeah, that, that definitely. So you gotta that understand that that you know what yeah. I mean. That that kind of comes with the territory. It does. It does. Cause like she being got, a stripper, a sex worker, but that's all, how she, you know what I mean. That's how when, she started though. She started off before music as. I heard she was a real prostitute. Yeah, like, like or madam. Yeah, yeah, like she was really in into that, that field. Yeah, you know what so, I mean? That was her profession. So I'm sure she know how to. I, she know how to <laughs> handle niggas like that. Nigga, you ain't yeah. even pay yet. She probably thought it was never going to happen again. <laughs> she was definitely caught off guard. Cause you going to be caught off guard in a situation like y'all at a public event? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you wild. Yo, these young niggas is crazy. <laughs> He's wild for that one. He got to live with it, though. You he know apologized. I mean? you, you see the apology? Yeah, they said it was a weak-ass apology. They ain't want, like, even the community didn't even take it. Like, social media, black Twitter, none of them really was, like, fucking with his apology at all. So, I don't know how that looks for him. I mean, this he don't really crazy. got a career anymore It's hard anyway. to judge an apology. You know what I mean? He, he tweeted the shit. You know what I mean? They ain't like he got in front of a whole bunch of people and had a press <laughs> and conference and shit. Talk- yeah, like, nigga tweeted the shit. This nigga could have been on the toilet. He could have been on the shitter. You know what I mean? Like, let, me, let me go say this. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? But yeah. I mean, I, I, he young, though. He young. When I seen that video just now, what I didn't get from that was her reaction. Is there other videos out there? Is this the only one? 
Yeah, she didn't speak on it in that moment. Like she didn't like have a reaction. Like her reaction. Because remember, they're in the middle. Her. They're like he in the middle of, of 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 broadcasting of, of the commentating queen. on yeah. a game on the basketball game. The so queen. they live in the joint. It's giving like real flirty vibes, and yeah. then she did it, but then the video cut off. So my thing is, was she smiling? Was she okay with it? She at had that a time? she had a, a face like. I go, oh. She was like Chris. That was that was a Chris Rock smack. Like yeah, he's then, smiling, but this shit ain't okay. This is like okay yeah. type. I think she like, didn't speak on it till after the fact. After though. the fact, don't have I think she was so shocked that you know, like really just you know what it. I mean, like <laughs> yeah, that that's it's wild. He wilding for that though. He's, ain't ain't like I say, ain't no ain't no excuse, ain't no justification. Nah, we can't we can't justify that. But look, real black, look, real men don't do shit like that. They don't. But we talked. To, you said that I seen your uh, post earlier today talking about what? just like the morals and shit. Like, not everybody born this. But guess shit. what? Real men ain't into the music that she ain't nah, into the way she portray herself yeah. or the way she carry herself as an yeah. entertainment. We even though it's entertainment, you know what I mean? Because they on a different no, level than out, those feminine. Time out, time like, out, time these, out. these She on the same raunchy. level where she was the one who let a fan, like she on top of a car, open her legs and let a fan put her face between her legs. Like a random fan. It was a girl though, but like she had clothes on, but still put so her face between her legs. About, and, about the way she portrays herself, that it still, um, again, it still gives him no right at all. No right, yeah. So again, we're not saying that at, at not saying that in no way, shape, or form. Not saying that at all. But do not support. Do you get what I'm saying with with the energy you put out there though? Like that's the type of shit that that comes with it, right? I think. I like think you can't be yeah, if a motherfucker. That's why I didn't feel bad when I found out Asian Doll is a gang member. Oh, when she you, got her exchange. And she got, I ain't feel bad. She, that's what comes that's with. she live. <laughs> it comes with the territory. I can't feel bad a gang member got his fucking chain snatch. Go Speaking of back. chain snatching, <laughs> you heard about DJ Drama. Yo. Of the six. In <laughs> Canada? I love Canada. <laughs> Yo, didn't I just say Canada be minding their business? I swear to that's why we felt I sorry I for him. But no, yeah. But that's why we felt sorry for him when they had them fires and it was fucking up our air. You know what I mean? Canada's a nice place, and they took his chain up there. With what? A knife. They set the smoke up <laughs> for the robbery. Yo, that's crazy. But they said a conspiracy. What she said was, uh, what was in the air? They were trying to use the smoke to block the aliens or some weird shit. Oh, they got a conspiracy theory with the smoke? Yo. <laughs> you fuck with conspiracy theories? Nah. Yeah. That's not my thing, but back to the chain situation, <laughs> I definitely heard that, like, I don't got no chain, but I definitely heard that a chain is such, you can't just pull it off anyway. So it was kind of some... You don't know that when you were broke, nigga, though. Right, that's how I feel. It's you like, if you ain't that. even know that, it was, like, not even worthwhile to do and you still did it. It's yeah. like... Uh... Listen... Man, that chain might have been worth like 150. I think it's worthwhile if you a broke nigga. Nah, like, uh, again, it's a gang member. She can't call the cops. Like she, like I said, she lucky she got away with her life. You know yeah, what I mean? Nah, that's the real. That's her security could have, if they wanted to. You yeah, know what I mean? Did they could have did some damage, but yeah, one man. Listen, a broke nigga. She, 150? Said, it, she said it was just shining just, out. It was just. They said the thing that. The, the way that it clamps in the back, yeah, like you it's can a just real drag lock. Yeah, really it's a it's a real lock. Like the way the pendant, like the way the chain snaps. Got unhooked it's a lock, shit. lock. Yeah. Like not like you know, like I got a little ass two thousand dollar chain not on, little... and I got the little pin shit yeah. that I got flip off. Right. You know what I mean? They got the shit where it's a real. 
lock. It don't come off. It really lock in there. So what? yeah, you would have to break somebody's neck to do that. You know her shit real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know they say celebrities be wearing a prop. That was that was a real one right there. <laughs> I'm gonna get some when we go with the visual. I'm gonna get all get that prop shit. All that fake jewelry. <laughs> Yeah, cause if, yeah. if we gonna if we gonna fake it till we make it. I, gonna, I, I can't afford it. I ain't gonna front it. I never let you know. Yeah, this is that uh Fugazi yeah, shit. Yeah, shine that light right here. <laughs> you got it. All right, thank you. Just you. Gotta get one, Yo, one of the businesses. Yo, they, business people bring the no. ambassador say don't feel bad. Yo, and they could come to the podcast. And they could pour the diamond tester out on niggas nowadays. Cause <laughs> <laughs> not, on, not on air. <laughs> on the air. I see the couple drinks. They didn't. They didn't put the joint on nigga mouth and everything. Yeah. I'm gonna tell, tell him before I get there. Yeah, yeah, what's yeah, your yeah. favorite? <laughs> 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 yeah, come on, cuz. You know, you cuz. Cuz, come on. Yeah. One of those. At one point in time, I was working with a jeweler because I did a dental thing and I was going to be doing grills. And people was asking, like, are they real diamonds? Are they fake diamonds? And he said that he has fake diamonds that does still pass the test. Yeah. Yeah, there is ones Which out there. Which is crazy there. to me. I forget the name of it. Get his info. Nah, I forget the name of it, but <laughs> there is, there shit. is. I forget the the name of the uh the mineral or whatever, but because all the diamond tester does is calculate how much light reflects off of it. This nigga's a fucking nerd for real. Yeah, I be knowing shit, yo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I be knowing shit. Podcast, gotta keep him around. You gotta keep yo. him around. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia, yo. <laughs> Nazipedia, yeah. So I'll be talking about grills and all of that, Miss Cap. Let's get into it. All Give right. us a little bit about your background. Where you from? You from? I'm from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Born and raised? Yep. All right, no doubt. Yep. Spent a lot of time out still high. That's where I went to school. Okay. I went to Susquehanna for a little bit, but high school I went to still high. Shout out to the Rollers. <laughs> Went to still high, but I spoke on another podcast about this. My backstory, like I did drop out of school, not willingly. Um, I moved again. We moved and moved and moved. And I finally was like, you know what? I'm not moving no more. I'm going to do cyber school. And they decided that they were going to send me all of this work. It took two months for me to get all of my stuff. And they wanted me to make it all up. So couldn't make it all up. Try to go back to still high. They wouldn't allow me without holding me back. So I decided I was going to... Step out into the real world. What year was you in? I would have graduated 2015. So it was around 2014 that I had dropped out. Okay, your junior year. And then I got my GED. So with that being said, I was real young. And I had so much time on my hands, so I started working three jobs. Again, I thought I was grown. I was out of school. I was working. I was taking care of myself, so I had got pregnant. When I got pregnant, um, I was still working three jobs pregnancy um i had lola and then my mom had to sit me down and have a conversation with me like you work so much in my head it was like i need to work so much so that i can retire early and spend more time with her when it matters um but i i listened to it and then i took a step back so i started working one job and that was for my dad um doing highway construction eight years so it gave me time we don't work year-round we only work I don't know the months right now, but we don't work in the winter. When it gets too cold, you got to get off the road. So what we're doing doesn't work in the winter time. So I was able to spend some of that time um, focusing on my business and what it is that I really like to do. So I started doing, um, well, 
I started doing teeth whining. Teeth whining started because I was working one of those three jobs. It was orthodontics. I was doing braces and stuff like that. So I fell in love with the dental field, but they weren't paying too much, if anyone wants to know. It was like $18 at the time, and I was younger, so it was cool. But Or no, like $16. Like $16. It wasn't 18 Um. So anyway, I started doing teeth whining. I went and got my nail technology license. I got certified in lashes. I got certified in microblading. So I literally just learned everything. Stop right there, right? <laughs> All right. What made you just want to work at an orthodontist, though? I don't know too many. Like, did you, you never went, you dropped out, so you didn't go to school for, you know what I mean? Like, what made you say, I'm going to work at an orthodontist? You might be the first person, I, you know what I mean? Say, oh, I, especially that young, like. I was 18. Yeah, I was yeah. 18. So, honestly, um. You got, like, a passion jobs, for teeth? You, like, you got something with. I do have, like, a nice teeth fetish. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that wasn't it. I did have braces back in the day. So it was actually my old dentist or orthodontist that I was actually working with. However, when I was working at one of my three jobs at the mall, um, I decided that I wanted to go back to school. And I was going to go to school for dentistry again. I don't really know why. I just felt like it was something that I wanted to do at the time. They told me that they wasn't going to work on my schedule um, as I was a manager at DXL. So... When I was working there and they told me that they weren't going to work with my schedule, it was a new boss. They literally recruited me from another job there. And um, they just was telling me, you know, when you got this job, you knew you were going to work here. You know, if you wanted to go to school, you should have been went to school. Now, I was 18. Like, this is when I would have graduated. So I'm like, how you going to tell me I should have did something? This is the right time. This is the time to do it. Um, And so I left that job in a hurry and I went to them and I said hey you know I came here and got my braces I was interested in this the whole time and it's something I want to do now I seen that you guys were hiring and he was like yeah you know come in for an interview and he let me know at my interview that my resume sucked crazy the way how jobs work where they be like yo you ain't got no experience like it'd be like yo yeah this is a uh an entry level position, but you gotta have three years experience, and it's uh, like, how? Starting out. <laughs> if everybody's telling me I need three years of experience, how can I ever get in? And that's when it comes down to connections. You gotta know people. Yeah, I know some. She knew them people. She knew them people though. Yeah. Y'all fix this smile up, nigga. Yeah, y'all ain't forget about me. They still knew who I was too, and so after he told me that my resume sucked, he was like, you know, but I am willing to give you a chance. We need someone. So when I got in there, I was in there for about a year and a half doing my thing. And then, again, my mom pretty much told me that I needed to stop working three jobs and kind of focus on one so I can spend more time with my kid. And I did so. Um, My dad, I didn't mention that my dad is the owner of the business that I was working for for eight years, Opportunity Construction. So that alone opened my eyes up. I was able to quit three jobs. The only reason I worked three jobs was because I was so young, so I wasn't able to make enough at Mm -hmm. one job. They only let me work a certain amount of hours at one job. So I was making about 42 hours, I mean, $42 an hour um, doing the construction, but it's not year round, so it's great. And a lot of that money you have to use during the off season, Um, but that allowed me to free up some of my time. So from there, I knew that that was good money, but I knew that 
my dad wasn't out there doing what we was doing all day long <laughs> and he was making money still. So I'm like, okay, now I'm interested in business. Ownership. So I was ready to go back to school again. I'm like, because I didn't go to school for dentistry. So I know you spoke on that a little bit. So mm. in that field, you can go and get on-the-job training, like not as a hygienist or like a dental assistant, but as an orthodontic assistant, everything that we're doing can be undone. So the dentist literally comes, they check your teeth out, they write down what it is that you need to have done, and then we'll do it, and then they'll come back and check it to make sure that it's right. If it's not right, he can take the bracket off, he yeah, can do whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it can be undone. So that's the only reason why you can do both um, without no certifications or license or anything like that in that field. I never knew that. I didn't know that. So it was like this. Yeah, I had braces for like six months, and then I went to the military. I had to take them off. They made you take them off. Yeah. In the Marine Corps, you can't have braces. They wouldn't even let me bring them. I can't fix my teeth. Nah. Drill sergeant. God. I had for like six months. I didn't know that. Damn, we brace face gang. Marine Corps is like, yeah, take them things up before you come here. I'm like, well, can I bring these uh, retainers? Nah. Nah, you can't have them. Take that. All the other branches, you're allowed to go with like Army, Navy, all that. But Air in Marine Force. Corps, nah, can't take it. Can't take nothing but what you, you. But you, but you, you, but you, uh, M, what is it, M15? <laughs> M16? <laughs> M16, M4, yeah. Hey, nigga, you ain't got time to be playing with your retainer <laughs> on this battlefield, nigga. <laughs> Are you still in the military? Nah, I got out. I got out. Leave you know that shit out. <laughs> what was that? You know people still? Yeah, yeah. I got a lot of uh, good friends there that I'm still cool with. All right. I'm gonna, I got to talk to you about something. No doubt. So, you seen you seen dad bringing in the money. You said, I'm making good money. You could, you was making great money. Right. That's good money. It was decent. And I was young still. I was still, I was 19. You're smart. So... That was a good thing, but at the end of the day, I still knew that there was more. The only reason I was or am in this Yo, position Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, I got, listen, like, on some real shit. Yeah. Your dad owned a company. You 18 years old. I hear that shit. I don't know what it is. You, you, you. 18 years old, your dad owned a company. You but not any it. company, though. It's a construction Whatever company. Whatever, though. Listen, you making 42 an hour at yeah. 18 years old. Yeah. Niggas is chilling. Chilling. They ain't even thinking. Did you have your child at that point yet? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She had a child, but even still. Yeah. Like, that's that, that like I said, that entrepreneurship, it's either in you or it ain't. Yeah. You found that at an early age. Like, that's... Mm. Yeah. That's from there. Just got the running. All right. So I'm about to say because like you said that you said the the teeth like I seen I seen some of your uh, teeth work like the whitening and the the what what's that called the the gems the, and teeth, gems. the teeth gems and stuff. I seen your work with that. And then like what was after that? Because now I I know like now I see I see your, uh the treats the little. Like snack the treats and but stuff. But hold on, we I wanna I wanna still hear the path to start. Yeah, the, like the, how you get there? Like where was it? And your mind was like, all right. I'm just I'm just running like I wanna run shit. I wanna be my own boss, like Right. So, like I said, the teeth whining started, then I got certified in microblading and lashes, and then I also had gotten my 
nail technology license. And when I went there to get that license, I didn't go there because I wanted to do nails. I went there because I wanted to open up a salon. Okay. So still, I was thinking like ahead hey, of the like game. he was like, yeah. this is just a step. So once I did all of that, I was doing nails and stuff, and it was going good. Like I was making money, but it was real time consuming for the amount of time that I was putting into it and the amount of money that I was getting back. Hold up, I'm lost. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We went from the teeth. What? Hold on. So you started the teeth business first, mm-hmm. and then you started the micro. So you still doing the teeth? Yeah. When I was in school for my nail technology license, I went and took a side class and did lashes and microblading in the same time. Like all of this happened at once. I got all these licenses and certifications at once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I don't think I'm built for that life. <laughs> I might just keep working for the man. Because again, I was trying to open a salon. So I'm like, I need to know how to do all of this. Yeah. I didn't just want to learn one thing and I didn't want to go to cosmetology school and um, do the full course. So I kind of just jumped around and did all this other stuff. And so anyway, I did all of that and. Um, from the teeth whitening, I I scaled that business. So once I started feeling like there was a lot of work into the nails, I was making a lot of money, but I scaled my teeth whitening business where I was not only doing the teeth whitening, which I was the only person doing it here for a long time. Um, it was about three years in that I decided that I was going to start teaching people. So then I was making like $1,200 for like a three-hour class teaching people how to do it. Um, I really had to put my pride to the side, you know, and say, you know what, I don't care if anyone's stepping on my toes, you know, at the end of the day, this helped me make some money and it freed up my time. So I wanted to be able to do the same thing for other people. And it was at that point in time that I realized what it is that I want to really do. All this time, I learned all of this stuff and I flourished in it and I did good, but I never got great. And I I didn't care to be great because I didn't want to be stuck in that one thing. My thing now is that I want to learn as much as I can so that I can teach other people. My biggest, like, goal is to be an outlet for other people. Okay. Um, so, started teaching people how to do the teeth whitening. I started making more. I stopped doing nails altogether. I actually gave my stuff to someone else that was inspiring to be a nail technician as well. Um, Dope. Opened up the studio. I have a teeth whitening studio and academy. And I had that for over a year now. And I was supposed to take this kiosk that I have to the Capital City Mall, but it took eight months for me to get it. So by that time, we just decided to put it into, and I mean my dad when I say we, um, decided to put it into one of his buildings that he has and utilize that as just a studio instead of putting it right into the mall because they thought we were playing. It took eight months for me to get it. So they thought, you know, we were playing around by the time we already got it. But now I'm actually about to take the kiosk and take it to the Capital City Mall again. Um, that's going to be a new location for us. And I'm going to open up that space in there, the front room. And I plan on doing paint and sips. I plan on doing business classes, credit repair classes, mix and mingles, brunches. If you guys want to host the podcast there, you know, whatever it is that we want to do in there, just kind of utilize that space differently. Now that I have um, the space to do so. Now, I also manage a venue out in Reading, PA. So, big building, holds about 200 folks. 
I don't know if y'all can bring a crowd out. If y'all know anyone in Reading, but we can do some events down there. Listen, um, we know what uh, we just had. Twin, uh, Twin Flame, Flame Records CEO. You know Melinda Rodriguez. Ever heard of Twin Flame Records out out of Reading? I haven't, but Melinda, she like sounds familiar. She from here? She's from she's Redding? from Reading. Oh. Yeah, she do a couple different things outside of that too. How like, did you guys meet her? How same way we met you? Oh, just social media. Yeah, we, I go get them. You go get them. Right. Good. I feel like I know this when I, name, when, when I, I see people else. doing, you know what I mean? Doing like things, man. You already had a and see. I had. A, I was telling Nas I, when I peeped you. I'm like, she had a couple things. Like I seen the, the treats first. Then right. I get on your page. We we both go over here about teeth whitening. Do 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 do. So I'm like, hey, like again, I'm. We our main focus is to promote. You know what I mean? You are, you all around hustler though. Yeah, like, I just you, seen hustler. You, like you a different type of uh, <laughs> animal with, with the entrepreneurship. Like you know what I mean? You doing so many things, and then it sounds like it's so much more in store. Like you said, like you you gonna host all types of things. You said like your true passion that you found. If you don't mind me asking, you'll have to answer this. How old are you? Twenty five. I'll be twenty six in August. Wow. How old are y'all? <laughs> oh, I'm a dinosaur. Listen, I'm, thir- I'm 38. Yeah. Okay. Dang. Dang. So, where to next? I mean, when I found my passion for teaching, um, I decided that I was going to not only teach teeth whitening. Over time, I was just teaching teeth whitening. But then people was coming to me, and I realized that a lot of people weren't flourishing in this field, and it was because they weren't really passionate about it. The only reason they came to me to learn that was because they wanted to live the lifestyle that I was living. They wanted to have and a business. see what you doing. Yeah, they didn't and... care for that, but they wanted to learn how to be their own boss. So when I caught on to that, I decided that I was going to just teach people how to start businesses the same way that I did the teeth whitening, like same process, getting your LLC or EIN, opening your business bank account, finding a vendor, getting some products or services, and then selling it, pushing it. So I can do that same thing for them. And when I started What's the name of that, that business? So... Shine Mine. Everything's under Shine Mine. Shine Mine. Okay, okay. One, one umbrella. Yeah, it's all under the same thing. I feel like that was just like a teeth thing at first, but as I started looking into it and thinking about it, it's like Shine My Life, Shine My Life. Shine Mine just works, so I've been keeping it simple with that. I did take out a fictitious name for That Cup's Crazy. I didn't feel like Shine Mine was a good name for the dessert business. But <laughs> um, So then... When I started realizing that even with me teaching people about business, I felt like it's like a little too late. You know, with me, it was a little different because I was out of school and I had the time where I was making enough money and I had the off season. But fresh out of high school, we're told to get a job or we're told to go to college. And I feel like you go to college, you get in debt. You go get a job, you're working a nine to five and you're not making enough money. Sound like me, yes. When you're making that money, it's still, at that age, you think that you have enough to support yourself. You can go and buy a car. You can move out. You can get an apartment. And you really don't, right? Because then you don't have time or the money to do anything other than that, especially right now with inflation being so high. So it gets, you caught up in this, like, ongoing cycle where you're just working to cover your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And then once you realize, you know, there's someone that's behind us that's not even working this. I'm working for someone else. I want to be my own boss. 
you don't have the money to invest, you don't have the time to invest, because you're still making sure that your car note is paid, you're still making sure your car insurance is paid, your rent is paid, you got a roof over your head. So I decided after that, like, research, or like, whenever I figured that out, I was like, okay, I need to teach the youth. I need to teach them before it's too late, you know, before you mess up your credit, you know, before you go and get that job, when you're still living at your mom's house, because that's what it was for me. I, I came up with all of this when I was still young, and I still didn't really have too many obligations. And knowing that ahead of time um, is going to help just anyone. So I started a youth program called Intelligent. Um, I had two other people that were helping me, and... We started it. We decided that we were going to take 40 individuals in and it filled up. First day, I just posted on Facebook. Everyone wanted to do it. And it kind of stopped only because my lesson plan was based on a day-by-day basis. And the kids weren't, they were fully engaged. They liked it. There was no one that ever just stopped coming completely. But they would miss a class and then come to the next class. And then I would have to try to catch them up and then... So it was like an ongoing thing. And I was like, you know what? I need to find a better group of kids that really want to do this. So I've I've realized that the kids that I got from Facebook, I didn't reach out to these kids individually and ask them if it was something that they wanted to do. Their parents, seeing that this was a good thing for them and just put them into it. A lot of these kids didn't even know what they were coming for when we started telling them about it. They were interested but these aren't the same kids that decided that they were going to leave public school and go to Votech because they wanted, you know, to learn skill sets. They right. wanted to be their own boss or the passion for the, the drive. Right. So to some people, you know, basketball and football came first before the life skills and entrepreneurship program, um, which is OK if that's the path that they want to take. But for me to run a program that was going to be beneficial, I need to really regroup and find some different kids that are you make all it, for buddy. It. Take that, you put that that sport over that joint. Just, just hope yeah. you make it. You know what I mean? Or at least let it lead you to the put you in position, and you so, know what I mean. Make sure you got that plan B, cause. So your plan with that though is to like regroup. What you gonna like start like an interview process or something like that, where you actually get to kind of like get a feel for what. Like, what you're bringing into it. So, it's crazy because everything seems to go, like, full circle. So, we didn't even get to the dessert business yet. But from that experience alone or that opportunity, people were reaching out to me, football teams, cheerleading teams from different school districts that actually want to collab and do a fundraiser. You know, the like, sub sheets. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to do those sub sheets, but like with the cups where they're selling them and stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, there's 80 kids on a football team. They're not all going to participate, but it might be a lot of cups that come in. I can't make all this by myself. So I started thinking it through and I had to go get my serve safe and all these different certifications and license to do what it is that I'm doing. So one of the things that I have is my management, um, my restaurant management license or certification and so I can bring these kids in. Yo. I, I wanna, right, how many certifications? This is what I want to do. I want to go back to that orthodontist place and then be like, yo, how's my resume now, nigga? Like, yo. <laughs> yeah. I thought about it a couple times. Not to be smart, but um, it kind of went hand in hand with the teeth whining thing that I was doing. And I was like, hey, man, like, we can do some business here together. Yeah, so. Why not? And and, time, and, so and like you really, really you don't got to stun on them because like I said they gave you the opportunity you yeah. know what I mean but 
He definitely, you know what I mean? Launched you to get on your like. It's like you start a joint, and then it's like you just let that turn you roll you right into a whole nother business. Like yeah, that's just, yeah. That's that what they call them type of people moguls. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm moguls. Moguls. all around. Like I do this, do that. Yeah, so now, scale like, scale like now, how do you balance all of that? Oh, it's a it's a hard thing to do. <laughs> it is a hard thing to do, but we got off track. Okay. We didn't even yeah. finish. Take us back. We didn't even finish. So I started talking about how I was going to do the fundraisers with fundraisers the, with the football with the teams, and right. it's a lot of kids and it's a lot of people. So what you scaled that business and down? So I was also? speaking with the coach of the East High School District, and I'm telling him what it is that I'm trying to do, and then I'm like, you know what? This could be a whole class at the school. And they said, well, it's about to be the end of the year now, but next year. So I have the opportunity to go and speak at the school and kind of do like a life skills and entrepreneurship program there, which is going to put me in position to reach out to these kids. You know, when you're in school and the military people come come out and talk to you. talk to you. I'm like, that's exactly what I need to do to find the right group of kids that really are interested in entrepreneurship. Um, Because they're out there. There's kids that. Definitely don't you know play any sports or don't do anything or there's kids that like i said go to votech because they are interested in child care or doing hair right, right? so yeah because they already be knowing like yeah this is what i want to do like you get that calling and you follow it immediately yeah that makes sense the hustler cat so, the hustler it's just rolling and rolling and rolling so all right you program that was that. And that's still a thing. That's mm-hmm. still a thing. There's actually kids. My dad has a um, community center in Stowe, and it's an old church on Pine Street. And he has a group of kids in there now, two groups, I believe. And they're actually working, doing the same thing, you know, learning entrepreneurship. They're working alongside of the contractors to fix and build this house. And we have Red F, which is a phenomenal um, business to work with. They're actually funding and paying the kids to do so. So they're in here, you know, on the job training. They're getting paid. And the kids are actually beautifying the property because, I mean, it wasn't turnkey at all. It was falling apart. It needed a lot of work done. So it's going to be until, like, next year. But when that's all said and done, there's going to be a kitchen in there. Um, My biggest goal with that is to teach them, like I said, all life skills, credit, you know, just about mindset and all of this stuff as far as business goes, and then bring them in and help them find their niche, what it is that they actually enjoy doing. And I want to bring in a lot of different people, so maybe you guys can come and speak to them, because who knows? They might want to, you know, do podcasts. These kids nowadays, they they watch YouTube and all that, and they're like, oh, these people are rich off of just, you know, living their life. That's why I got to come with that fake jersey. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Be like me, baby. (laughs) Right. So all different entrepreneurs, I want to bring them in so you can speak. Because if you guys remember, like as a kid, unless you actually had like a parent or somebody that actually just be able to see it firsthand. Right. Right. You only know your barber or your musician. Don't I say that all the time? People like people that that found their passion young. Because there's so many people that want to be an entrepreneur, but they like in what? And what? Yeah. Or want to have a business. You know what I mean? I don't know what I want to do. You know what I mean? But I know I want to do that. And like I say, when when you got the passion for something or a hobby or or whatever, and you can turn that into a business, like especially when you find it out that young, like you did, like right. And there's so much stuff out here, but again, like if you you only know what you know. Yes. So if they aren't exposed to it, and 
the school definitely doesn't bring people in to, you know, show you what it is that you can do. They say, you know, go work a nine to five or go to college and get a business degree, which I spoke a little bit about it earlier and we didn't get too much into it. Um, I did want to start going to school for a business and my dad was like, no, for what? Yeah, you already doing it. Like <laughs> You only do that when you want to get that to put it on your resume to work for someone else's work business. Somebody yeah, else. someone else's business. Yeah. Yeah, but ain't nothing stopping you from doing your own business. You don't need a business degree to straight own out your the own kitchen business. like everybody yeah. else. Yeah, like, I learned that at an early idea. age too. Cause I I seen a lot of friends but they it, go in like a lot of debt, right? Going to college for business, and they like listen. I I didn't have people I try to tell like they like yeah you know I want to go to school for business <laughs> so I can open, and I'm like yo you don't gotta go to school for business but. And you know, motherfucker yeah. always got the they got their excuses on why they, yeah, and that's the type of motherfucker probably ain't gonna do it anyway. Anyway, yeah. You know what I mean? But like, yo, you just get your joint and start that shit. Like ain't nothing they gonna a, teach you yo, in that joint live, for real. You can't live, figure yeah, out what I yeah, have without, to go on yeah, school. without going to school. We live in an era where everything's online. YouTube University. Yo, everything's online. Everything. There's like every piece of information is online. So if you really got that passion and that drive, you can figure it out online. Right. There's only like the hand few of jobs out there that you have to go to school for. You know, we're talking like doctors and lawyers because you need those degrees in order to, you know, actually be it. Right. Other than that, like it's infinite. Like you can learn everything. This is about to be a stupid question. What gave you like the. The non-fear factor with the seeing your dad already having a business and doing his thing, or no? I just I feel like my success stemmed from survival, so it's just something that I had to do. So it was like I couldn't be scared. I just had to try it. Just so I did it time after time after time. You type go bungee jumping and shit. Yeah, I probably would. I would be scared of shit, but I would. Yeah. Go bungee jumping. Yeah, she's a risk taker. Jump out of plane. <laughs> Scare money don't make no money. Yeah. <laughs> you got to try it to know if it's going to work or not. And you got to be confident enough to know that if it don't work, so what? You didn't try it. So. All right. All right, too. But I don't want to knock school, yeah, college, yeah, no. people going to school for that. Because at the end of the day, like I was saying, as far as being an entrepreneur and coming up with a business idea that's easy to do, but as far as structuring your business properly, you need to have that team. So I need to have a bookkeeper. I need to have an accountant. I need to have, you know, all these different people that has went to school and gained that knowledge because I lack that knowledge in that area. So it's like, I don't need College to do that. is great for the networking. But you need to find these people that know how to do this. So... Don't not go to school, yeah, right? Yeah. But right. Some people got listen, I and I ain't the type to tell you because listen, you're gonna have the time of your life. You go there and do it right. You know what I mean? But again, it's it's definitely a great networking. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You get plugged into your sororities, your fraternities, and then again, even if you drop out and start a business or or whatever, yeah. you know people again and that you know might have went to school for this to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like it's. I definitely, I definitely ain't going to talk, you yeah. know what I mean? But you know, like those other things, like you said, like accounting, like you got to get your degree for that. Like I got a cousin, he graduated from, um, what was that, IUP or whatever, but he did accounting. And he's an accountant up in That's Pittsburgh. I want, cause yeah, he's an accountant for uh, a no, bank listen. up in Pittsburgh, and he does the bank's financial accounting. 
Ain't no party like a IUP PTSD, PTSD. PTSD. Oh, you been up during parties? <laughs> yeah, PTSD. But now, like, he does that work as an accountant, and like, he is accounting for a bank now. And straight out of college, he was already had a salary of one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year. As an accountant. As an accountant, like off the rip, one year in, Dang. and like every year after, it just increases crazy. Yeah. So again, though, but this be the problem with us though. Most of us go to school. Yeah. Change our major too. We don't know where we no, really go. We go on to school because we were just it was just putting our head. Well, you graduate, to. go to college. You have to, yeah. You know what I mean. So like, if you got everything mapped out and planned out, and even if you don't got to listen, you just want to fuck around for four years. <laughs> and go, you know, like that's a good place to go I mean, and fuck around for four years. Like this, like, like she said earlier, something to put on your resume. Yeah. Because like honestly, like that was like my situation where, you know. I left, I left out of high school. I went straight into the military. Yeah, you got the gold stamp. Did I want to go to the military? Fuck no. Yeah, yeah you did. No, I didn't. No I'm going to tell you. You, ain't you want me to tell you, right? You tell so me. In that moment, right, you got to think, it's getting late in the year. And in my mind, like, you got to think, I'm thinking, like, steps ahead. Like, I'm like, damn, what I want to major in? I ain't know. I'm like, I don't know what I want to do. Because I feel like, like, in my mind, I can do anything I want to do. I've been good at everything I ever did in my life. So I'm like, the like options is unlimited. I can't find what I like. Like I never had one thing where I was like, damn, this is what I really like, right? But now like as the school year is getting closer to the end, it's like motherfuckers is filling out their FAFSA and they filling out this and they doing this and like they doing all this shit. And I'm like, I ain't doing none of this shit yet. And the deadline just kept getting closer and closer. I wasn't applying for no scholarships or none of that. I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, I'm just going to the military. And then they're like, what branch? I'm like, whatever one they say the hardest. Because I know I can do anything I want to do. So I'm like, fuck, I'm going to the Marine Corps. And I went there, still like, wasn't a passion. I just did it. I was great. Just did it. Left that. I still don't know what the fuck I want to do. So boot camp ain't bother you at all like you? Nah, you you learn how to go internal. Want you? Yeah, you just get tunnel vision. Like, honestly, like, it was so much shit going on. I don't even recall, like, memory-wise too much about what happened like it have to be something that like triggers it for it to come back in my head but it's like so far deep down in my head because i wasn't really paying attention like, like you ever have one of them days where you're just like here but not here it was like that every day there like i don't even remember i just zone in and was like all right what's next all right do that what's next you become like a robot yeah, so definitely but yeah i never wanted to do any of that and I just didn't want to go to school because I didn't know what I want to do. I'm like, damn, I'm going to get in debt. I don't know what I want to do yet. It's just not for me yet. But now getting out, right? So now I got the skills, right? So in the military, I did acquire a lot of skills, right? But like the jobs, like as soon as I got the military, all these jobs. What's your favorite skill set that you got from out of there? I know how to kill people. I knew this <laughs> crazy motherfucker was going to say that. Like I know how to kill people. You know what I mean? That was the biggest thing I learned was like, yo. I'm not even gonna say kill. Eliminate threats. I know how to eliminate threats. You sound like my man <laughs> off taking. I have. Yeah, I said I got to acquire set of skills. <laughs> I will find you. That's the shit I like. I was doing though. You know what I mean. So I get that. But then, like after getting out of there, and as soon as I got out, all these jobs are hitting me right, and they're all hitting me. All these government agencies, even in the private sector, they're hitting me. Hey, come here, come here, come to this country, do this, do this, do that. But then, like, still on every part, it was, like, requirement, a degree. They didn't care what it was, though. 
that's why I say, like, when you get that degree and you add it to your resume, like, that does benefit. Because, like, a lot of the jobs, like, the, a lot of those agencies in government, like, them three-letter agencies, I call them, you know, the FBI, CIA, all them, they still want a piece of paper. So no matter how many skill sets I had and real-life experience I had, they still were telling me, oh, you got to go to school. You got to go get this piece of paper. And then you can come with us. Even though, like, none of that shit was still going to really apply to what I was doing. And I already had the skills to do what they so wanted you me to do. Oh, you, so you didn't even go to school while you was in that gym? No. So you were supposed to do that, get that free education. I still got the opportunity to do it now. I just don't know exactly what I want to do still. I'm still in that, like, same cycle where I'm back in the beginning, like, damn, what's next? What you want to do next? Listen. So I'm at the point now, though, like, just listening to Cap, like, it just inspired me. It was like, yeah, I might as well just do it all. Fuck it. Might as well just go do it all. Get it all. Jack of all trades. Listen. Try it. Yeah, figure it out. Try it all. Just do it all. Try and error. Try it all. And then at the end of the day, it's all going to make sense. So, um, what next? On it. On We're going to take a quick, quick break. break. Was that Siri? Yes, We're going to take Siri. a quick break. We're going to come back with the black fact. Y'all already know before we take this quick break. Whatever streaming platform you're listening on, don't forget to favorite, follow the show, share, rate, comment, all that good shit. If you're listening on Spotify, members, you can uh, comment on the episode on the Q&A section. Um, that is it. The birds is chirping. This is Close Your Ears. Nas by nature. Nas by nature. Cap the hustler. Hustler. And I'm Ice Pick. We'll Peace. be right back. Season 3 of Close Your Ears is sponsored by Nurses at Heart, who reminds you, when choosing your professional nursing service, please choose carefully. Your patient's well-being and your facility's good name hang in the balance. For all the right reasons, Nurses at Heart is the right choice. Nurses at Heart is a temporary nursing staffing agency that is dedicated to providing you with the absolute best healthcare staffing available. Nurses at Heart has per diem work in multiple states, such as Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Virginia, Maryland, South Carolina, Georgia, and Louisiana. Nurses at Heart also hires RNs, LPNs, med techs, PCAs, dietary aides, receptionists, and maintenance for assisted living and skilled nursing facilities. Nurses at Heart also offers weekly pay with experience-based pay rates, meaning the more experience you have, the more potential for higher base pay. Lastly, if you're looking to travel with your work experience, Nurses at Heart also offers travel pay. So whether you're in PA with Close Your Ears or the DMV area, the Carolinas, Georgia, or even Louisiana, just get on www.nursesatheartstaffing.com to learn more about staffing your facility or your own employment needs. Nurses at Heart is a proud sponsor of Close Your Ears Season 3. Back to the show. Yo, and we back, we, we back, back, we back. back. I was looking for the music button. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yo, we got Capriel, the hustler. The hustler. Yeah, that's your name, the hustler. Yeah, that's like stick. We might have to tell Don't wait till like, I see you outside somewhere else. I'm like, yo, hustler. 
real rap. You you definitely though. I go out the DJs be like shine mine caps in the building. Shine mm-hmm. mine cap. Oh okay. nah, yo, you know what's so crazy though? Like I said I wasn't really hip to like the internet shit, but like that's probably the only way like I knew her was because of that name. Shine my cap? Yeah, like... You heard that name before? Yeah, like... I that had name her rang, on social media and shit. Her name rang bells? It does. Nah, she's known in the city. Like, for no, sure. Oh, no doubt? Listen, I'd like, be, be inside. I'm an old I'd be, be people's, like, handlers. Like, they, they, they names or tags or whatever. I'd be like, oh, that's so-and-so. That's I'm definitely... Like I said, once I got on that pay, I seen the hustle, so I ain't surprised that your name rang bells because, again, you got... I've done so much. Yeah, your treats is everywhere. Dude, I don't even know if we got into the treats fully. Nah, we got to definitely I, 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 I meant to tell her brain three cups. Yeah. I should have. I had that. Why you didn't say nothing? I don't know. I ain't want to gre- be greedy. I had the cookie and cream, John. I could have got a live reaction. Oh now we got to do it again. Yeah, we'll do another one. We'll, do another well I mean, one. you got so much going on. We're definitely going to have to come yeah, back. We still ain't even getting into the, the, the food drink that she came. That's the main thing she came to promote, right? How much time we got? We got time. Yeah, I'm about to knock it out. All right, but hold on. We're going to do the um the black fact real quick. Episode one. Because when the last time, what was the last black fact? The boy from the, um what was his name? L, L, um, uh, we was talking the business with, with Glow. What was his name? You don't even remember. The financial advisor. The first yeah, financial the first, advisor. Yeah. The first black financial advisor. <laughs> what was his name? I don't know. L. Raouf or something. Yeah. L. L. Cool J. Yeah, we be disrespecting the black facts, man. I'm going to, uh, they're going to take my black card, man. I told you, I gave mine back anyway. Fuck you, niggas. <laughs> Fuck you, niggas. <laughs> I don't like you, niggas, anyway. Well, hold up. Where are we at? All right, episode 119. And again, we're going to give our guests before we even get into it. Like, we do the black fact, not every episode, but it's like our way to, to shout out, not just black people, people of color, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, we contribute to a lot in the world and all that. And then, you know, if school, if you're lucky, you get Black History Month, they're going to teach you. Who they going to teach you about? Martin Luther King, Luther King. Right. Rosa Educate Parks. Them. Yeah, you know. Out there. So we just try to go deeper into the bag. We try to get a little funky with it. But you know what I mean? Everybody that contributed, whether they are inventor, actor, doctor, entrepreneurs, yeah, authors, you know what I mean? We just like to shout them all out. So we got the day. For today, we got. Rest in peace, Tina Turner. Rolling. I did. Yo. Rolling. You didn't even know what she did. Rolling. No. Rolling down a river. If you. That ain't Swedish, is it? Swiss? Swiss. Is that a different nationality? Swiss? Yeah, you can be from Switzerland or you can be from. S- that ain't Sweden. Sweden. Nah. All right, my Sweden. Told you I'd be a little retarded sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it made I sense see, to why you would think that. I seen the Swiss, and I was like, oh, shit, he just said he's nah, from Switzerland. I'm from, I'm from, well, from Sweden. 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 Right. <laughs> My people's from Sweden. Go remember. Well, we got Tina Tur- and a May Bullock. Yo. Yeah. You can take man. Yo. See, I'm, I'm trying not to make no jokes. Yo, she just passed. But she was like the first artist. That had the the, the known nickname. Like, oh yeah, you know like, what I mean? everybody. Like, that's anime. He was, <laughs> yo. Not yo. You know, to this day, my little cousin, my first cousin, 
she still like her mom calls her anime. I don't know that's why. Her real name? No. Oh, she got a lot of beatings. As a child. <laughs> but that's what she called her. Yeah, she got a lot of beatings. That was her nickname child. for her nickname, daughter. Like anime. <laughs> no, she never got beat a day in her life. That's the crazy part. Like it's so ironic. Oh man. She used to just get yelled at, and then she'd cry, and then forget about whatever she did. But listen, Tina Turner, aka Anime Bullock. That's a that was a birth name, mm-hmm. actually. Anime. Um. Born November 29th, 1939. Damn. And just passed away May 24th, 2023. So, again, rest in peace, Tina Turner. She was American-born Swiss singer known as Queen of Rock and Roll. She rose to the prominence as the lead singer of the Ike and Tina Turner Review before launching a successful career as a solo performer. She was noted for her swagger, sensuality, and powerful gravel vocals and unstoppable energy. Along with her well-publicized history with ex Ike Turner and her famous legs. Um, she began her career with Ike Turner's band, Kings of Rhythm, in 1957. Under the name Little Ann, she appeared on her first record, Box Top, in 1958. In 1960, she debuted, debuted as Tina Turner with her hit single, A Fool in Love. The duo Ike and Tina became one of the most formidable acts in history. They uh, released, damn, I just dropped a joint. Where was we at? But uh, People know who Tina Turner is. You know why? Because she has the best biopic ever. She has the best biopic. Argue, argue with me. Who else got a better biopic? I like the, I like the uh, Jackson 5 joint. Or the Michael Jackson joint. Which one? The main one? Like the, the one, one that, that got popped? the one that got um Thea's son playing is Michael Jackson and okay. you know when they tell the whole story how the Jackson five and then they break off into Michael Jackson's story. Ain't better than ain't better than Tina Turner. I don't know. You Tina know what's Turner crazy? The best one, which one? You know what's crazy? Angela Bullock played yeah. Both for the joints, she played oh. them both. Remember, she was already black. She was already, <laughs> yeah. Told you, and, yo, <laughs> and, yo, yo, she the goat. Yo, because we talked about her, and like we were talking about like her awards oh, no. that she didn't get. Let's finish Tina real quick. Debut, do do Fool in Love. They became da, 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 da. they released hits such as "It's Gonna Work Out Fine," "River Deep," "High Mountain," "Proud Mary," and "Nutbush City Limits." Before disbanding in nineteen seventy six. 1980, she launched one of the greatest comebacks in music history. Her 1984 multi-platinum album, Private Dancer, contained the hit song, What's Love Got to Do With It, which won the Grammy Award for Record of the Year and became her first only number one song on the Billboard charts. At 44, she was the oldest female solo artist to top the top 100. Her success continued. And we ain't gonna finish all them songs. You know what I mean? Cause they got I a whole told you. There, but, but we know her because she has the best biopic ever. Nah, honestly, no disrespect. No disrespect. I'm trying all. to tell you. She's most famous for them whoopings, cuz. Who's your top three biopics? Malcolm X. Okay. I like the, the Jacksons. Jack- I like the Jackson Five. Listen, her joint fire too. Like, it was real as fuck. So, I ain't mad. I ain't mad at that. I'm now, telling you. Now, I'm trying to think of it. Because I said, I said, hold up. Top three. I said. You said. Um, Malcolm X. Malcolm X. 
the Jacksons. And uh, damn, who else got the the life story joint? I, I wouldn't even put Malcolm X on there. I did watch it, but I think mine would be you know Tina Turner's right. Oh, Ray it gotta Charles. be an artist. Oh, it gotta be an nah, artist. Nah, nah, it don't gotta be an artist. It's just the biopics that they had, like, but like Ray Charles, Jamie Foxx killed that shit. That was like one of the craziest. That shit was fire ever, too, right? Tina Turner. Like, this is probably the only reason why I even noticed you. got to think, I'm speaking from, like, the younger generation. We wasn't around when they was So around. this is teaching you this shit. Yeah, so it's, like, teaching. It's, like, a whole history lesson, like, who these people are. I fuck with that one. Mm. I don't know. I, I like the I like the old Johns, like the, uh, like the Temptations. The text, the, uh, what was that shit called? With, uh, Otis and them. The, temp, the, the, the movie called, the, uh. Not the Temptations. What was the movie? Five Heartbeats. The Five Heartbeats. Yeah, the Five Heartbeats. The Five Heartbeats. Those were you don't even ones. know what I'm talking Look, about. Those sure. are the ones I watched. Yeah. Yeah. But that's how I learned who they were, though. And like I said, like, I know, like, what's your job? I know King who Anime Bullock documentary. is. You ain't even watch that. You don't watch TV. Watch. Even Maha- uh, Ali. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Ali. That's number three. That's three. Ali's three. Team to get honorable mention. I got... I and then the Michelet Mich- joint was uh, crazy too. Like yeah. you know, a couple of them VH1 Jones was fired too. I like the new edition joint. Listeners, please let us know who's your what's your number one uh That's bio a question pick. for the Q and A. Yeah, the Q and A. Biopics. She said she don't watch TV. She looking at us like nigga. Get yeah, back get to get me. Back to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is my time. What did say? Shine mine. Yeah, so teaching me. Just like you said, I'm like, yeah, this is like a whole history class. But listen, episode one nineteen, the Black Fact, Tina Anna May Turner. Rest in peace to the Queen again. Like I said though, that's that's what's fucked up though. She's most. She's like the the poster child of domestic violence. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like. That's fucked up. You know it what is. I mean? That's that's some fucked up shit. Like, and it got aired out there. Like, I swear they ain't hold back on the show. It probably worse than that. If they could put that much in a movie, I know it probably only got worse than that. Listen, like I said, I just seen the interview. The <laughs> nigga was laid, crossed, and everything comfortably. Like chilling. Yeah, she, I have to smack the shit out of her, get her in line. I'm like, damn, this nigga was on live TV. I'm like, I told you it's the same man who told her if she died, he gonna kill her. Yeah, that, that's the hardest. One. I, I, not that I promote, <laughs> I don't promote domestic violence. Don't promote and that. And remember, I didn't had a couple Southern comforts and shit, but yeah. I died. You died, bitch. I kill you. Like, damn, that's hard. Body. That's hard. It's like, why? Damn, we don't condone this shit, but you gotta like cousins a real he was a, he was he stood on that shit. And once again, I, I say this pro- I probably said this in probably about like ten episodes already. Please do not love me to death. Love me to life. <laughs> don't love me that much. <laughs> don't love me that much. Yeah, that's that's that. I'm scared of that love. Motherfuckers like that, that ain't love. That's 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 a whole different type of self hate that that's yeah. in a motherfucker like that for real, cause but anyway, we ain't even going down that so, dark alley. We what's back up next? The- what's coming up? You got anything? Any events? Anything? So, all right. I was going to start my own construction business. Oh. So I was in the middle of taking like DBE classes, uh, disadvantage business enterprise classes and stuff like that. 
Because I wanted to do the same thing. I decided this year I'm going to retire. I'm going to put the hard hat up, and I'm going to start my own business. Um, so was in the middle of doing that, and my grandmother had a 75th birthday party. I took the banana pudding. It went great. Everyone was eating it up. And so it made me think, okay, let me try to sell this to my friends and family in these little cups, the personal cups. And it went real well. So well that it didn't just, it wasn't just a like weekend thing. It wasn't for fun. I was selling 100 cups a day. I still do 65 cups a day. They're now distributed at Las Alicias. Yeah, that's where I had mine from. And we're working on um, getting some different locations. I haven't said anything yet, but I'm going to start working downtown. They have a late night crowd with Miss Judy. She does, uh, you know, her Spanish mm-hmm. food. And so we're going to be working hand in hand. So I'll have them for the late night crowd down there. Um, and we're working on scaling it and finding different restaurants. Oh. But during this whole thing, and I, I joke about it all the time, right? Because I said I try to do this for fun. I got so many other things going on. So I always say... You know, the community forced me into this business, so it's our business now. Like, I say it jokingly, but I really mean that. Mm-hmm. So now that I had to go take all these courses and classes and get all the certifications and license and invest all of this money into it, I was going to open a bakery with it being a dessert. Um, and over time, I realized that it's going so well because people are supporting me so much, right? So I wanted to figure out a way to get back to the community. So I said, why, why do a bakery? That makes a noise. That makes a noise. Don't too many people do. Don't too many entrepreneurs. Yeah, no, no, nah, yeah, they, they, they sit. They just like, take nah. from the community. Yeah, it's like, just right, give me that, money. Give so, so it's said, not about that. Yeah, I said, why bakery, right? Why not open a restaurant? Now I don't have the time to do it. I'm busy doing all the cups. I'm gonna teach somebody how to. I'm not gonna teach <laughs> anyone how to. How many restaurants have you been to? And I'm talking like soul food restaurants. Yeah. How many restaurants have you been to where absolutely everything was good? The wings or the fried fish was on point. The yams was good. The baked mac was good. I'm talking better than whoever makes it best in your family. Have you been to one? Like all of it? Number yeah, one, all of it. I Absolutely, even, the whole platter. I'm going to keep it funky. Only so food restaurant I've ever been to was I went to, um, what's it called? Miss Sylvia's down in Atlanta. Oh, in Atlanta. Oh, the way in Atlanta, we talk about it was here, probably slapping too, right? Because here, like, oh my I, like here, I'll be like, yo, listen, the I'm meat, the meat, good, but the side, that uh, what's listen. it called, was bad. They I'll said, like, listen, you can get a can of her greens and giants. Yeah, so yeah. you know what I mean. Oh, like, she made it. <laughs> that's what you're talking about. Yeah, like okay. that's yeah, only try that now. that's only real soul food yeah. restaurant I've been to, cause like yeah, but like you're right. It's usually like it'd be like, all right, this is good that. The, yeah, that, definitely. Cause then I ain't never had nobody's mac and cheese around here that that like from 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 King of Sides, whoever I can. I don't want to be named. Name I don't want right. shit no motherfuckers. <laughs> but <laughs> yo, we know where we eat at around. I ain't really had nobody's mac and cheese that was better than people I know personally. I know personally a couple yeah. people, you know what I'm I mean? Like, this ain't my grandma's jams. Yeah, yeah. like it's mac decent, but this isn't my grandma's mac. So. My whole fish house. Was ooh, ooh, y'all too young. Fish house. Fish house had the sides. On six. Yeah. Yeah, on sixth street. Used to be. They had the sides. The match. Uh, right across from Hamilton. Yeah, we're. Then Shady just like knock all that shit down. No, the fish house building still up. It's still up. Yeah. He, what the, like, it's that stone before. one. It's that oh, brownstone right. joint. Yeah, I know. I remember that. I had that. That might be the only. I ain't gonna front. That might be the only place I can think of. Is it around still? Like, no, they, they exactly. It's across from 
the dispensary? No, nah, across no, from Hamilton, way. the other uh, way, the down, other way right? down the street, towards the federal building. And yeah, all that. towards the courthouse and all courthouse that. Courthouse and crawdaddies and all that. It's mm-hmm. like a block ahead of that. Two yeah, 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 about two, three blocks. But yeah, it was a, it was a fish. Uh, it was a little and spot. Like right I say, no. Yeah, yeah, this is uptown. On 6th it used Street. to be the firehouse. Nah, 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 the fish house. Listen, had, listen, young boy, had a, every Friday, whole 6th Street smelled like <laughs> fried fish. Well, who was it? Because we need them at the cookout. They go ahead. They, they, oh, man, listen. They, 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 I don't, don't want to say, I'm not, I don't know for sure. I know that, I know the dude passed away. Yeah. It was a, it was a old married couple, old black married couple on the joint. When my when my folks was kids, say, and yeah, my shit, grandmom so, took me there, and I got to that. Like I said, they they probably didn't shut down till like I know. I at least had my license. I know I used to drive and get this shit. So like, I remember eating it when I was around like five, six years old. Yeah, so they might lasted to like early two thousands. But no one now. I can't. No. Th- nah, I ain't gonna front. And like I say, I, I'm. It might have been some places that might, and I just ain't had it. Cause you know I told you I'm very picky. I go places. I get the same shit every time. Listen, so. this is gonna let us know. Like if they feel like yeah, we gonna like, find out. Cause there's so many different places opening up. You know, ain't it a, listen. Hold on, ain't it a, we gonna start the listen? We gonna start the, the little food joint. Fuck it. When fuck we it. do when we go visual with the YouTube, we gonna do the food drink. Come there, get high and eat. Eat this yeah. shit. Like a eat. diners, drivings, and dives. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Like I'm saying, once I go with the visual, I'm, you know, I like. I got now. the entrepreneur mind when we talking this media shit, shit so yeah. we definitely ain't just stopping with the podcast. So, you know, we gonna have to link. Yeah, you know what I mean, real rap. Well, where was we at? So the cups you done sold no, a thousand. Restaurant. Oh, the restaurant. Yeah. So restaurant. what I was getting to was I was saying that there's not too many restaurants that you can go to where everything's just great. everything's just good. everything's great. So I know I don't have the time to invest into doing all these things. So if I open up a restaurant, what I'm going to do is strategically find these people. So I created a focal group. That's what the Taste of Harrisburg is for me to bring out the best of the best in the city so I can know who makes the best mac and cheese. And I'm going to have the community come out and tell me. So now y'all know I'm, I'm not just putting together a recipe, throwing someone in there nine to five to make this recipe. I'm actually going to find the person who makes the best mac and cheese, the person who makes the best yams, Chico. the person who makes the best oh, potato she's salad, some pasta yeah. salad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's yeah, awesome she's cool. Chico, like, yeah. Your, your, your brain on how you put it together. And then let the people vote, it. and they're going to let us know. But remember I told you, I, I had the, I had the, uh, the no, macaroni and challenge. No, Do I had the him. battle. All I said is we had the battle. I had, yeah, I had the battle. Listen. Oh, you commented on something? Yeah, that was me. Okay, okay, listen, I remember this. I had a guest. She do the home cake. She do, she got her own catering business where she make whatever you ask. Thorn Vittles. Shout out Thorn Vittles. Um, she make whatever. She don't got no menu. Whatever you want, just tell me I'll make Little hands. It. Little hands. Yeah, <laughs> so... We, we playing around, and I'm like, yo, let's have a macaroni battle. So we had the little, her macaroni versus mine. She won. I feel like, I no, I got cheated. You got cheated, you said. She won, though, but I got cheated. But, yeah, we had fun with that. You know what I mean? I was going to ask you earlier. You can cook? A little bit. Because you said that you don't go out and get soul food around here. So my thinking was. No, I was saying eat. where the soul food spot's at. I mean, yeah. listen, look, look, I'm going to keep it funky. I can think of Crawl Daddy's got soul food, but they're, ass. they're hardly open. 
now I ain't gonna front. I every I, I had a couple different things from there. I, I eat their food. As far as their as far as their soul food, like the sides, it was all right. It wasn't you know you know what I mean. It wasn't rememberable. Mm. You know what I mean. But yeah. like I said, I can't even name too many spots that really even got soul cafe. Their sides. Where soul cafe at? It used to be on Paxton Street. I think they just moved. Oh, it was on 17th and Paxton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on the corner, right there. Yeah. Okay. Now them. again, I, I fuck with that's the joint that started them. at the little shop, the on shop on the on the hill, on, on north. So again, I used to always go there and get fish, potato salad. Like I got certain things. Certain things from I never, there. you know what I mean. Try so all the different sides. yeah, that's how I'm like. I go certain places. Like, I I go there. I try. I, that's what I'm getting. The mumbo sauce. You know what I mean. So I'm like that. So like I said, not to shit on nobody. Like I probably just ain't tried enough for everybody's shit. No, but right. at the same time, I still ain't really had nobody's side that was like but smack your mom. Smack your mama. Period. Huh? If you're getting that, that means that you like that and you was looking forward to it. So it was all of your sides decent on that platter? As far as what I want. That's what you're talking about the size now? Yeah, you're saying you didn't everything? try all the size, but I'm saying... Like, what you ordered... When I go, I get mac and yams. Yeah, yeah but like... A, now, listen. That's why it, was, it wasn't smacking your mama. Like, like the point of what we were saying... We were saying who got the, the line, shit that's yeah. the shit? Yeah. I, I can't name nobody. Yeah. I'm so sorry. So I said, I'm going to find it. I've been given this opportunity. Oh, I'm sorry. Other than, other than throwing vittles, even though her big mac and cheese wasn't better than mine, as far as now, like, I ain't going to front. That ain't because that's my homie, because I slay her little ugly hands all the time, but we talking that cooking shit. Nah, she cook. Oh, shit. Yeah, she cook. Like, she she cook. You know what I mean? So. You got to tell her that I'm having a cook-off. She got to. She in Texas. She went down to Texas. Oh. She didn't move to Texas. Tuck flight. She didn't move to Texas. See, all the Jeez. good ones is going. Yeah. Listen, move to Texas, and, and I'm going to just throw this out there. Move to Texas. She's an apprentice for Chipotle. She's about to get the cooking thing back up, you know what I mean? But yeah, she had to get a job, you know what I mean? Get on her feet and all that. But listen, she only been there a year. She's an yeah. apprentice. Yeah. Yeah, so you know what I mean? Shout out to sis, you know what I mean? Thorn Vitters. Wherever you at, little ugly hands. Ugly hands. No, because she burnt her hands cooking, so I, you know, I call her. <laughs> Look ugly. at my little ugly hand. That's from a can, can opener. You got corn on your knuckle. It's so ugly. You got bunion on your finger. <laughs> I feel like it. So you can cook. All right, but you were talking about uh, event you're holding. Right. The cook-off. So I was getting to the cook-off. So Taste of Harrisburg, it started as just some, you know, a focal group for me mm-hmm. to find people that's good in the city with cooking so I can have them come and I don't need to be the one slaving in there. Like, I can give someone that and they can be the one doing that and make money. Um. So... Taste of Harrisburg, the first event, it went so well. There was other, like, um, establishments and people that had hosted events and stuff before there. So we all came together and decided to do the 717 Sundays Fun Days. Me just being extra, I did the focal group for the cook-off, but I also had, like, different kid things, the bounce house, like, activities and stuff, face painting. And so it was very fun. Like, it was... It was, like, a family cookout. But, like, with the community. The kids was running freely. Like, they're chilling, you know, around. And no one's wondering what the kids is. This is at Bridges. So, the old McDevitt Oh, McDevitt. Okay, okay. Right. So, now we're working, you know, with Bridges. 
and we're going to be hosting events there every second and fourth Sunday this whole summer long until it gets cold outside. Every and second and fourth Sunday, y'all hear it at the Bridges, make Devitt. Right, the first one is going to be held June 25th, so not this Sunday, but the next Sunday. Um, we're also going to be doing the cook-off. This week, we're looking for the best mac and cheese. Baked beans. Baked beans. Pasta salad. Yes. Um, what else was it? Spanish Delicious. rice. Spanish rice. Ooh. It was and one more thing. Salad. And potato salad. So, Listen. make the best of the best. Listen. Hold on. What did we say? Baked beans. Baked beans. I can't make baked beans. Baked mac. He said he had the mac. Uh -huh. Potato salad. Listen. Look at me. Look at me. Spanish rice. No, we we still on potato salad. Oh, potato salad. Yeah, I throw my shit in there, yo. I yeah. would. What else? Spanish rice. Spanish rice, potato salad, baked mac and beans. Yeah. I can't. I ain't never made Spanish. And pasta salad. I ain't never made Spanish rice. But I can make the rice without the bag. So yeah, without the bag rice, everybody can't. Everybody can't make that ethnic rice, cuz trust me. Yo, mind you, I can't. Yeah, I got a rice cooker. Some in it, some motherfuckers <laughs> need the safety net. I can. I got, a, I got a rice cooker. Yeah, so you know what I mean. But I ain't never made Spanish rice. I ain't never made pasta salad. But my mom make a mean pasta salad, so all I have to do is copy her joint. I think. Or I you can have her make it. Oh, she said she the best. Nah, 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 nah. She said she, she went the, the best out of the best. best. The we person who came up with that. Like, um, who's but the listen, original? This is how nice I am with it. Okay. Like um, again. See, hold on. When we go back to the macaroni battle, remember, mm. I lost three to two. We had we had five judges. I lost three to two with somebody like that's how she was making her living. I ain't cooked in like three years. I'm we talking shit and I'm fuck it. Let's go. I lost three to two. I can cuz. I can throw down, cuz. Yeah. Hey, don't lose your twenty bucks, man. Someone's walking out with Oh listen, so I'm, I'm just listen, stay in your lane. Listen, and I'm confident I probably wouldn't win. Cause I don't like I say I don't but I'm just saying I'm I'm the sleeper. I'll be the one that'd be like, damn, when, he was in, he week, was in second place. They, you know what I mean? They wouldn't expect that. I might not win. I like kind of say I ain't gonna say I got the best in the, you know what I mean? Cause I don't only cause I don't cook like that on I don't cook. You know what I mean? Well, well it will cook, definitely man. be a good time. <laughs> yeah. So Shit. no doubt though, that's so a dope ass event. So June twenty fifth. The bridges. June twenty fifth at the bridges. Which is the old McDevitt. Old McDevitt. So we're not only having a cook off, but there's also going to be inflatable bounce houses. There's going to be inflatable water Things slides. Things for the kids. Water guns. There's going to be a battle. Five extractions. They have that at the Colonial Park Mall. So it's a Nerf zone. The Nerf zone. Mm -hmm. And that's what I wanted to speak with you about, right? Face mm. painting, other activities, crafts, games, food. Um, Glizzies. Of it. So pretty much. Today, someone reached out and said, I like what you're doing with the 717 Sunday Fun Day. But the Battle 5 Extractions, the Nerf Zone, my kid, my son doesn't play with guns. So I don't know how I feel about that. And so we took it into consideration and we was talking to it amongst the committee. And we were just thinking, you know, it's kind of too late now because the flyers yeah. are out there. We done passed them out and promoting it all along. But what we want to do is bring in someone that's in the army to come out and speak maybe like three minutes just on gun safety and then before we let them go in there and play 
what to do with guns, what not to do with guns. Because, I mean, we all eat food. We're talking about chicken and fish and stuff like that right, and different it. things. So there's hunters out there that are feeding us daily. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, like as you were just talking, I was getting the goosebumps. Nah, but look, as she was talking, I was having, I was, I got the goosebumps. I got the chills from that because this is a conversation that I had many times before. Because like you know me, like growing up and like living in Harrisburg, like nah, my mom didn't let me play with guns, like toy guns, none of that. I wasn't allowed to have any guns at all. But it's because the, the lack of knowledge that we have for it, though. You know what I mean? We know All we know is, like, motherfuckers go kill po- people out here every day. Motherfuckers is dying out here every day. Young kids is dying. Not forgetting shot. the gun is actually yeah. a tool, huh? Yeah, yeah, right? Like, not picturing it that way, right? I didn't fully understand all of that until I did go into the military. And, like, I'm, like, a pro-gun member. Like, NRA, like, nah, everybody needs guns. I'm one of those ones now because I know what comes with it. I know the ending of it. I know everything that you need to do to build up to it. Like, I know all the process to it, you know, and everybody doesn't know that. So really, it's just a lack of knowledge because a lot of situations where guns is the end and like the violence to it, it could also be the solution to it. You know what I mean? If it's in the right hands. Right. I mean... Just because it's out of sight, out of mind at a young age doesn't mean that there's not going to be friends or it's not going to yeah. be talked about. Literally, like I was saying earlier, you know, recruiters go to the school and, and they literally. come and get you and then they <laughs> take you out there and they teach you how to shoot, shoot. a gun mm-hmm. so that, and we, we praise these people, you yeah. know what I mean? Because you guys are taking care of our country. So it's like, we can't frown upon it. None. Like, John Morant, bro, they were talking about that. He was waving a gun, but they're like, yo, the politician in his own city state or whatever like he posted a whole picture with his whole family and they all had guns in their hands kids and everything and like i got a son now too so like it's like weird because like for my son i'm also thinking about it and like me and his mom aren't together so like we're co-parenting so i gotta find that perfect balance where it's like all right how far can i go with this because like do i want my son to know how to properly use a gun and all the ins and outs yes when do i want to start as soon as he wants to start Cause I'll be lying if I said my son never seen my gun. I take my guns like I go with my gun everywhere I go. You know what I mean? So he see me put it in my holster, tuck it. I got my license to conceal and all that. You know what I mean? So he definitely sees it. And he knows what it is. Cause like I said, he uses a water gun. You know what I mean? So it's just like the education part behind that. You just all you need is education. No, that's the lack of. So that's dope that you want to inquire that into the yeah and then that. But I ain't gonna front. the That's, part that, like you said, y'all had that and somebody spoke on it and y'all actually went back and had and addressed it and had a conversation about it. Like a lot of people like you see but things they never bring, do that. I'm going to say don't bring it. Yeah, like thing. I know people that be like, Yo, don't, don't come don't then. Like, because I think you just being petty now. Exactly. We talking nerves and shit, but. But that's a really you better than me though. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like I really give you kudos for that because it's like the fact that y'all actually went back and y'all discussed it and was like, all right, what's up, listeners? This is Ice Pick. Y'all know how we do on Close Your Ears with our fan base and our listener base. We're all about giving back to the community. If you heard episode 106, we had Pastor James Lyles on. He has a ministry, 10 times better youth ministry. And he's also taking donations for the whole month of February. Donations can be sent through Cash App to dollar sign D Hope. Laos. That's D H O P E 
L-Y-E-S. Now, if you heard the episode, again, this brother has been not only donating his time with mentoring to our community throughout the whole 717 area, but also, um, again, things he do. Um, he set up pantries all across the city and all across 717 area, actually. He fills these pantries up with um, toiletries, eggs, milk. Um, you know, things that, that, that the prices be sky rising on with the grocery stores and everything. So, you know, he gives back in more ways than just doing things for the youth as well. He give, He's giving back to the whole community. So we need everyone to help chip in. This is a good brother doing good things. He's really out here in these streets working. And, of course, he ain't funded by uh, uh, nonprofits or governments, he get it all for the muscle. So again, if you got if you got it in your heart to give, you you if you give to us, this is another uh, another program that you can give to. Again, that's the Youth Ten Times Better Ministries, and donations can be cash app to D Hope Lows. That's D H O P E L Y E S. Thank y'all for listening. Show out. Send that love over there to the ministry. Now back to the show. What ways can we kind of implement some education in here? Right. It was definitely a learning, you know, situation. I mean, when they came to me for that, it was definitely like, oh, how many other people think like that? Think like that. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, well, we can use this for a good thing. Gun safety is a problem. And at the end of the day, how you were saying you have your son, you have your gun. So I don't know if you know Avion. Chase? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I know but I see are. his videos all the time. The his club. daughter, his like, daughter. leave it on it there. His and daughter. his daughter knows what it is, how to take it out. Because at the end of the day, if they What's see it name? around, they might. Avion think- Chase. Yo, we actually got to get him on here. Actually, just, just. He from I'm here? Sorry. Yeah, he from here. I know him. Like we grew up on the same street together and shit. And he has a gun club. He has his own gun club. Mm-hmm. Like he probably the only like blacks, whatever like people I know with a gun club around here. Like he and he's actually like very thorough. Like him, his uh, partner uh, Mookie, and all of them, like they're really thorough with their with, with it. And like he he teaches his daughter, like his daughter, like in videos he got videos up and everything posted. Like his daughter uses a She's toy gun. Out. She has a toy gun in her hand for the videos and stuff. But I'm pretty sure he teaches her like the full ins and outs of it. But it's like education. You know, you're gunsmith when you even got the replica gun that look real and Yo, shit. He he's he's shout really out to my bro out. That's how Alfred is though. He listen he. Yeah, and again, that's something. Again, they get on that that deeper woke shit yeah. talking about when we playing. But yeah, like it, it's definitely that education. Like I say, bro, bro, he teaches motherfucking family how to somebody break in and do yeah, all, all that how type to do the shit. full like, thing. Like, and that's that's big though, like gun safety. No matter like what situation it is, because even for the young kids out here that live that you know that violent life and stuff, I still feel like they need to know better. I still feel they take all y'all guns, but since they came, I want one too. Yeah, ex- that's the point it came to though, and that's where my mindset was was like, all right, there's no way possible for them to take everybody's guns. No way, right? It's impossible. I feel like enough logical people understand that yeah it's too late like they're out here like they're not gonna stop people they're gonna keep getting into the hands so because everybody yeah it will it will be trust me bro when they first start when they first started talking about that while i was still in the military service and shit and they were talking about oh getting guns and shit we all look like who's gonna go get them 
Because yeah. I'm not going to go That's tell somebody. Go the National Guard. No, we're not doing it because all of us got our own guns and we're not giving up ours. You know what I mean? So it came to that conversation. But three shots in. Yeah, you 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 out here, but <laughs> nah. That and hoochie daddy shorts. <laughs> what the fuck? Yo, but listen. Where was we at? Oh, the event. So. Event. What you doing? You doing you doing the gun safety shit? That's what she was asking you. It's June 24th. I'm nigga. Gonna be here. At the bridges. I'm not gonna be 25th. here. 25th. I'm not gonna 25th. Gonna be here. 25th. Sunday. I'm on vacation. June 25th. 25th. So I was thinking about, you know, Sharad. Yeah. Asking him or asking Avian and, and their whole good. team. Mm-hmm. Or like I thought it would be beneficial to have like you know, some people in their gear really mm-hmm. out there where it's not just, you know. Well, Avion, one of his good homies is uh, Cody uh, Weber. He a cop in Stilton right now, I believe. He graduated from East, though. But he's a cop, so he's still active. I know a couple cops, too, yeah, also, till this day. Yeah, different people that would... And I'm, sure, I'm sure they'd do it, yeah. you know what I mean? They hear it is, like, I'm telling you, they definitely come like out, a, like... opened up a good opportunity, too, you know? It was, that, that was dope, you know? yo, yo, yo. Yeah, you're on a whole different level. I just yeah, want to, yeah, like, you, like, like, you got it, like... Thank you. Don't stop, keep going. No stop. Take bad boy. Bad boy. Can't stop, won't Can't stop, bad boy. No doubt. So you said the 25th. The 25th. June 25th, Sunday. Fun Behind day. the old McDevitt, y'all. On Market Street. Sunday, fun day. Every second and, and fourth. She said, till it get cold outside. <laughs> yeah, and then we're going to have a back to school bash. At the end of it. Uh, and, and who are you all working with with like this event? Who are you working with? So, Gary Gilliam. Um, he's the CEO of Bridges. And then we have a whole team. So there's Daniel, there's Morgan, there's Kayla, Jen. She's the Battle 5 Extractions. Um, I don't want to forget anyone. Leslie. You ain't know I had this many people on my team. Yeah, you got a team. Yeah, you got a team. And she started, like, even earlier, like, she got so much stuff going on. You said you still got, like, your own construction. Yeah. That you're working on. Talise, Liz, Lenny, and Shannon. So, I just want to make whole, sure I put all their names on It's a whole gang there. gang. But yeah, it's a whole gang. We literally got different committees. We got the purchasing committee. We got the, this is, let me just say this. Out of all my businesses, this has been the most structured thing that I've ever been a part of, ever. <laughs> so it's really crazy. We all have these different committees. And we have like different meetings and then we come to one big meeting and then we talk about all this stuff that we're bringing vendors, kids corners. We're also looking for different resources to come out, which we want to have like some people that's hiring. Mm-hmm. So when the parents is out there, kids brings parents, parents need jobs. So if you guys are looking for something, some some employees, great place to come in, you know, bend down. Doubt, she said we got the whole Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. I mean, uh, anything left we left out? I, I think you yeah, still, show, I man. think she still got a couple more things up the other sleeve. Yeah, like, uh, she, like she's still gonna start her own construction and do this. And right. so, no more, you don't do no more nails. 
You ain't teaching the nails or none of that no more. You done with that? No, so I have that. So eventually no more teeth. I'm gonna do anything with Is it, it a salon coming soon? Teeth whitening. You still doing that? The kiosk. I'm putting the it kiosk. at the Capitol City Mall. Okay. And then I'm gonna make some room at the studio where I can host different events and stuff like that. Small pansives and just some vibes with like about 20, 24 people. Smaller crowd, but. No. Yeah. The venue in Reading, that's something new. And the construction business, that's something new. We're going to be looking for flaggers again, giving that pavilion wage out there. So a lot of people don't know my dad's business, Opportunity Construction. It came from my dad needing an opportunity. And I'll show you guys like his little video um, about his life and stuff. But pretty much a lot of people come out of jail and they need second chances. And yes. a lot of these jobs aren't willing to give them that. And so he had got into this field and he realized that they don't care about your background. So he started this business so that he can hire individuals and pay them pavilion wage is $42 an hour, which is life changing to someone who feels like, okay, I can't get no good paying job because of my background. So I have to resort back to the streets or so it's like an ongoing thing. And that's the whole beauty of this business in itself. So just doing the same thing. We're going to try to do a like construction trucking uh, branch as well. So the dump trucks and stuff like that. Utilize some of these guys that had their CDLs. Um, one of the things that I learned over time with the inflation being so high, when you're starting a business, and this is a gem for anyone that's trying to start a business in 2023 or 2024 or anytime, um, make sure that it's not something that you love. Make sure that it's something that people need, you know, not Ooh. not want because at oh, the end that's of the day, a different one. Yo. you you really try to get into it. And that's a passion project. So that's something that comes next. A lot of people always say you need multiple streams of income. So we think when we get into this business, we want to start something that we love to we do. Love all the time, yeah. But just because you love to do it or, or you know, that doesn't mean that it's going to bring in the money. So you need to figure something out that people need, allow it to bring in the money, and then you can go back and work on your passion project. Um, so with that being said, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I said with that being said, and I forgot what I was saying. What, what was the reason for that? What was I saying right before that? Do y'all remember? The passion. Hold on. Passion. Passion project. For the passion, do something that. The people want and I saw Oh, infrastructure. Love. So that came all together because of the construction business of being an infrastructure. So a lot of times when you're doing hair, nails, construction on your houses and stuff, you got to go out and you got to find these clients. Yeah. Right. But in infrastructure, there's government contracts. So once you have a business and in infrastructure, whether and it's so large, you know, what they need to do. They need painters. So if you just structured your business to be a DBE business so that you can get into the infrastructure field, you'd be able to get a piece of those government contracts, which I don't know what law it is, but they passed a law where they need to give at least 10% of these government contracts to DBE businesses, which is a disadvantaged business enterprise. So minority-owned businesses, um, they're saying that Y'all can't keep all that money to yourself. Y'all need to give them some of that money too, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it just works. And it's something that we want to do as far as, like, the opportunities and me trying to teach people and try to put other people in position and trying to get people to be able to start these businesses. I just felt like 
that really was the pathway for me to have enough time to invest in what it was that I was trying to do with it being a seasonal job. So that's kind of why I just decided that I was going to retire and open up my own business. It got, goes hand in hand with everything that I'm doing. Don't have to hustle y'all. I don't think we had nobody on here that did as many things. Like, that's, like, actually fully done. Like, some of it still be, like, little hobbies and stuff. But, like, she has, like, all these different actual businesses, like, running. Running. Man. Full Cap. on the ground. The Hustler. Cap the Hustler came in here and just... Listen, anybody else, I would have gave him a nickname. But listen, no. ain't no way he had no Hustler like that. Damn. You guys are making me feel good about myself. As you, you should. should. <laughs> yeah, you're doing it. Listen. Someone like myself, we get stuck in the moment and wanting more. We don't really acknowledge all that we have. You have, yeah. You know, already. So. Yeah, you, you definitely. Listening. Listen, inspirational in. again. You, you somebody that somebody can listen to this and be like, again, damn, I can, I can. You can do it too. It. Yeah, yeah, like for real. It's, it's. Like you say, you you. Some people think, oh, they doing the business and they doing this. They got this background. They went to college. They, they you know what I mean? Nah, like you said. No, I dropped out. I was a teen mom at eighteen. I wasn't the smartest individual, and that's another reason why I didn't go to college. Some people got it. Some people can go to college yeah. and have their own business. This and nerd be their ass big, nigga. Their bookkeeper, their accountant, and all of that. I'm too stuff. smart to go there. I had an 051 college class. Nigga, you came from Harrisburg High, didn't you? Get in that room. That's what that was. For the time being, when I was in school, I had an IEP. I was one of those kids who had to head on out, you know, when it was testing time. And so. I think a lot of what it is that I'm doing came from all of that. <clears throat> like, I could have been a statistic, you know, when I dropped out, and when just I had a baby, you know. Got a job at Popeye's and just fell yeah. the fuck back. And I say, you know what? I started, like, searching for acknowledgement and trying to show, you know, I that's not the type of person I am. Don't, like, put me in that category at all. And so I really, I really can tell you that anyone can literally do it. All it takes is a good idea. And you do not only that, though, but then you turn around and say, I'm going to teach people. So, again, that's a different type of skill and gift because, like, don't too many people want to pass knowledge, you know what I mean? And then you turn around and see a way to make a business out of that. So, you know what I mean? We got to salute you. We definitely... We definitely salute you. We definitely salute. Listen, I see the listen. That's how you got here. Hustling. What? Staying involved, doing something, you know what I mean? Uh, what's the event called? 717 Sunday Funday. The 717 Sunday Funday. So again, I already had my like I said, I get most of my guests off of social media and shit. So like real rap, I be, I, I had my eyes on you, like, all right, she doing things that to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna get at her. Like I said, once I seen you was doing that, I'm like, okay, that's an event that's coming up. And then again, the hustler and you, yeah, no doubt. Let's set it up. You know what I mean? So, like, like I said, you definitely, you definitely deserve your flowers, your claps, your, 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 your props. Well, thank you for All having me. All that shit. You know what I mean? Thank you for coming through. Cause listen, somebody, sure. somebody just listen. <laughs> my own cousin, she just told me she don't know if my target audience matches hers. I'm like, what is that? Mm. 
I don't even. I don't know. But what, love it. All what's publicity our, is good publicity. But I said, but what's our target? But audience? see, again, some people's too smart for their own good. So you know, they get into the entrepreneurship and they and they read the little the little entrepreneur handbook and <laughs> you know to find your target audience and. I, I, I said, steps. I start to say, bitch, I can't tell you my target audience because, nigga, I'm, in, I, 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 I'm from uptown. The shit started in Harrisburg, PA. I ain't expect the shit to go outside As, of that. Yeah, outside of that. I'm like, real right. I'm in 53 countries, 234, no, 250 cities here, cities here. 130 mm-hmm. plus international cities. I, I don't know what my target audience. Tell me. That's why I made the post. Somebody the post. tell me my post. target audience. He's like, tell me my target my audience. My target audience is whoever the fuck going to listen. Who's listening? Yeah. I know anybody that said they got a podcast and you want to come on my joint, fuck yeah. Because I don't listen. I was on the joint. She got a parenting podcast. Hey, I'm on there. Come listen to my shit. And I can talk. I got kids. So we can talk about parenting too. But I'm mainly on there to uh, come get listen to my shit. You know right. what I mean? But. That's how it is. But they don't even understand how you had this, how, how you had this shit structured. Like you got this shit structured for, like it's not even who our target audience is. It's whoever our guest's target audience is. Like honestly, Again, you should have your own following. So yeah. once you put it out there. That you on the because drink. when we're on Again, here, like target audience should be fine. Yeah, but like the yeah, way we man. do this though, like we talk our little shit, and yeah, we got well, our own fans, but the rest is all. So the our target guests. audience is always going to be random because it's what are you into? Yeah, you know and we I mean? have guests from all different avenues. We had had entrepreneurs in probably every avenue you can think of, like. She shit. Everything she, you said. She got we, about yeah. seven of them, so she we even got construction. Which we didn't have LaShawn on. Yeah. So we got the trucking. Like, it's... Yeah, construction, hey. trucking, like, she, and nursing, she had, listen, medical, okay. every field she was, we Sis was kind of like Sis, because she had the... I ain't never seen nobody had two different drinks. She had the, the... She got the trucking business, Black Goddess Trucking. And then she was opening up a salon that did the uh, V-steaming. Mm. Nice. So she was kind of like the first guest yeah, that had, had a couple different couple hats, hats. You know yeah. what I mean? And shit, but... Yeah, like I said, I don't know who my Man, target audience is. All truckers, but female truckers. Well, you're in female constructing. I never heard of that. Honestly, I'm gonna just be honest. I ain't heard too many of that. What you did? Help female constructing. I'm just you held that sign. That's all you did. You're was held that sign. Female in constructing. Ain't that all you did was hold that sign? I sure did. I all I did was had to hold that sign for my forty. But then her dad, her dad <laughs> has no. the business. No, you no, didn't no. learn anything else. No, no, no. So the construction business is a flagging business. Yeah. So an infrastructure, like I said, these government contracts, they yeah. give them pay money, money for that. And then there's so many different businesses. And that's why yeah. I was saying it's so large because they pay painters. That's a whole different business. Mm-hmm. The truckers are there with us. There's the people that's actually out in the field building stuff. There's people that's just bringing stuff, materials and stuff like that. There, there's just so many different people and we all work together. So I do get to see everything hand in hand. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm standing right next to them and I'm asking questions and Watching stuff like that. And, shit, yeah, and they've definitely. asked me numerous times. They're like, you know, you could get a job right out there working with them. They're like, you're a female, you're a minority. You could get a job right now with us because they need these type of people. Businesses need to do that to outweigh. They got a certain number. Yeah, they got a certain... Yeah, they need action. They got Right, so they're like, you know, we need people like you, and they've asked me numerous times to come and work for different construction companies, where I could have been really in the field doing that stuff. But they work so long, <laughs> all them hours. They 
they do stuff year round too. Um, nah. She said, I didn't have enough time to do all of that. I got all this other stuff that I'm doing. I'm just going, I'll meet y'all here when I, when, I can. when I'm needed. Yeah. I ain't about to be digging no holes. They mm. get paid, I think like 50 or 60 an hour or something. Yeah, tell your dad I need a job. Yeah, I'm about to change my job. I'm at Hershey right now. I'm about to leave. I'm a trainer. They only giving me $35. I'm out. I'm ready to go. But she gets work year-round. Yeah, I'm ready to go. And you don't got to stand outside in the heat, or you don't got to stand outside when it's freezing cold, or when it's raining. You know, you don't work when it rains. But if you work and, you and they paid. start, and then it starts start raining, raining, you got to stay. stay out there in the rain. stick it through. Oh, Hey. There's holes in the ground. You can't just dip out. It's like being a mailman. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's yeah, definitely a lot to it, mail. but. I got a delivery coming in. I need that. I can't wait. Uh-huh. Well, listen, we thank you. We thank, thank you. you. Shout thank the businesses you. out where to, um where they can find businesses you. Businesses out. The where they can find you. Socials, all that. Everything. You know. Right. So, again, you can find me on Instagram at S-H-I-N-E-M-I-N-E-C-A-P. Shine my cap. And then there's Shine Mind Whitening. That's my business page for the whitening business. And then we have Blank Canvas PA, which is the Reading business. That's the venue out there. If you guys are trying to host any parties, quinceañeras, if you guys want to do Hold on, any anything what? down there. Quinceañeras? Quinceañeras? What's that? 15th birthday? 15th birthday. 15th birthday. Okay, okay. I know. I was, I was, I was. But I, I believe I that's I how you about. say it. It sounded good, right? Yeah, I was, yeah. You know, I know a little bit of Spanish. I lived in Guatemala. King say he's 15. I know that. Right. If you guys want the desserts, you can t- check out Las Delicias. Pick up some of those pudding cups. And then catch me at 717 Sunday Fun Day for the cook-off, as well as all of the kid activities. And that's June 25th. June 25th. What time? It's going to be 2 to 7. 2 to 7? And again, that's the old McDevitt building in the back, right? Correct. And every second and fourth Sunday. Every second and fourth Sunday. We thank you for coming through. Capriel, the hustler. Thank you for having me. Nas by nature. Yo, 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 you already know. Oh, no. Whoa. We got to do a quick tip. Quick tip. She dropped like 10 gems. I was counting. She did. I need to quit playing and get the gem button so I can be hitting the gem. The Jews dropping this shit. So we're going to do a quick tip real quick. Only you get my because, sound bite. You huh? get my sound, my sound bite. Every time you play it, I need five cents. The what? To get my sound. I'll make the noise. Oh. Yeah, every time you play it, though, I need five cents royalty oh, on that. shit. Look, I'm being a businessman already. Yeah, shit. Listen, though. The quick tip, right? Yeah. Something that you can... Give to somebody, apply to their life. It can be years. You wear so many different hats that so you can give them a, something on entrepreneurship. You can give something on parenting. You can give something on not giving up. You know what I mean? Nas is going to go first. You know what you I mean? You make me go first every time. Yes. I be coming off the top with these shits too. Yeah. Listen. I ain't even have deep thoughts they, today You yet. be killing it. I ain't have deep thoughts today yet. I don't know. I don't know. Like. You want me to go first? Yeah, I'd like you for you to go first today. You want me to go first? Please. All right, quick tips. This is easy, too. I'm going to steal off our hot topic. You know what I mean? Young niggas. <laughs> Stop violating these women out here, man. Like, 
Control yourself. Like, it, it's... You're lucky you don't get charged. You can get charged. You can get hurt. Somebody's brother, boyfriend, husband. Like, again, he just ran up, cussed that lady on the mouth. He don't, he don't know what... You know what I mean? Niggas got jealous husbands at home, all type of shit. You know... Chick like that talking all that sexual oh, stuff. They usually keep a Ike Turner at the crib, jealous. You know, keep it alive. Yeah, 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 man. But crazy. at the end of the day, respect people's space. Like you know what I mean? It's, it's about one. respect. No, no matter how she presents her, and then y'all was in public, like in front yeah. of everybody. God damn! Like that's some savage shit. Like you was a bold motherfucker. Very. Can I speak on it? It was low-key sexy. That's why I said... You said it was low-key sexy? It was low-key sexy. They was flirting before, then he went in and did that. That's why I asked, they what was, was flirt- her reaction? Nah, like, you see when she talking, when he first walked up, he greeted the men first, right? Like, he said... I might not have seen the whole nah, video yeah, there. the video, like, he greeted the men, and then he looked at her. She said something on the mic, looking at him. I didn't even really hear all the audio, because the video that has the video of it happening didn't get recorded and sent, like, and posted yet. Mm. Like, of what she was saying on the microphone. Because that's going to come out soon, too. Because that's part of the crew league. But then, like, in the audio, like, you really don't hear much. And then you see her looking at him. They're talking. He goes up behind her, massaging her back, reaches in, gives her a kiss. Like, if I didn't know any better, I would have thought that they were, like, a couple. And I would have been like, that was cute. You know what I mean? But now that well, I see, know that I wasn't, yeah, it's like... it wasn't. So you already weird. wrong for touching her and... and Type yeah, of he man walked up, he was. get a little massage on her back. It's all game. She didn't stop. She didn't stop him. Not, I didn't see her not, really not, do not, too much as far as, as getting away. It ain't, listen, it ain't even, and that's another thing that pissed me off with it too, is when she said she's scared to speak out. So again, you, you this explicit with your sexuality and all that, but you scared to speak out if somebody violates your space violates as your a woman. Space. I don't like that either, but... And her defense, like I said, they in the middle of doing something, so she's trying to keep her. You know what I mean? She, you, you really can't react yeah. how you I would react after the fact. You know what I mean? Like they live recording a, a basketball. They comment that'd be like if somebody just walked up behind you right now. And well, let's see, I ain't see the whole beginning of the interaction, so I'll, you know what I mean. I ain't see that part. So I'm kind of speaking. Well, you know, the media is famous for that too. She had enough I mean, time more to tell it. him. More of it will this come out. That. More of it will come out. And there was out enough people. Time. If it was just her and him, I could understand her being uncomfortable with trying to speak up because you never know what someone's reaction is going to be. But the fact that there was a whole group of men, if she would have said something, I don't everybody feel like... Everybody got her yeah, back. Everybody would have had her back. Yeah, you know, I don't feel like... And see, that's another thing I don't like when they say that I'm scared shit. Like, again, yeah, I feel you on that. It's you're in the here. public. It's people here. Like, you know, if you're everybody right. knew... If because even in that moment, if everybody knew that was wow, a real like man that's outside of what he did, would have been like, yo, like he would have got checked. I mean, though, it was Lil Duval. Who else? Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. With Lil Duval going check. Duval just moment. get done with the accident and shit. But yeah, but e- either way though, like, cause even for me, like, I speak up for everything I see. Even out here in the city of Harrisburg. Listen, I'm the type. These already know. I might not speak up because you Suki with the good coochie and your pussy pink and your butthole brown. I don't know. That's how you don't get down. I'm going to mind my business. Potentially, Until she say something, Until you say something. Then once you say something, if she would have been like, go fuck or like chill, stop, whatever. Whatever the case where it was like a no, like, yo, cuz you got it. My thought is... 
if someone was in here rubbing up on me and then they want to kiss me, y'all wasn't going to speak out unless I made it known. No, that was uncomfortable. Right, 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 right. Because didn't no one there know? No, 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 no. It's different, though, because this is a different setting. So, like, it would be different because, again, this is my guess and all that. So, yeah, now, I ain't going to let no random, man. you know what I mean? Yeah. But see, like I say, that's one of them joints. You ain't see the whole, if, I ain't see yeah, the whole, see the whole so thing. I see it. I know they had an interaction before. I thought he just walked up and they didn't even really know nah, he, was as he was walking up. As he was walking up, they already had like shouted him out. They were like, yo, there's, you know, YK, Osiris, yada, yada, yada. And she's literally looking at him from the beginning as he's walking up. He talked to the person beside her. To both the men beside her first, and then he went over to her and was basically like saying what's up, but like he didn't have to do the whole kissing thing. But you know, he lives for regardless though. He lives for the fame though. He the wants the clout. And quick tip he is got, still. He got the quick tip is still. Yeah. Niggas, Niggas. Young kings. <laughs> young kings. <laughs> YK, young kings. Can't be violating these ladies like Please that. <laughs> like <laughs> end of the day. You know what I mean? Go ahead, Nas. I'm gonna take it a whole different route. Um, Extra hot sauce with the wings from the chains. Nah, I ain't gonna do that. You know what I'm gonna tell y'all? Y'all gotta have one of them cups. Y'all gotta have one of them, them cap cups. One of them, uh, the pudding cup. Hold on, no. what, what are flavors you got? It's five different flavors banana, vanilla, strawberry, peach, and Oreo. I'm telling you, I ate the Oreo one because I'm not big on like bananas and stuff. That was a good one though. That and was a good flavors, quick tip. But I'm telling you, that, La De, that was the quick tip. Go to yo, La De, What's it called? La Deliciosis. Las Delicias. Las Delicias. Yo, and get their food too though. They food, they food cool. Mm-hmm. I had that like many times. You know, I mean, I'm in a relationship with a little Spanish shorty and all that now, so I be you know exploring my taste buds with the culture and shit. Well, yeah. I like they shit. I, you know, my favorite spot. I like rice and beans first, but I like I fuck with a lot of delicious. Oh I have not tried rice and beans, and everyone keeps saying it's great. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to. I check it out. Right. But yeah, definitely. Give but now you gotta go to now we gotta go to a lot of delicious because well, it's gang gang over it's there. Gang gang. Listen, once you hear, listen. So uh, next thing you need something promoted, you ever feel you want to come back? You just feel like you want to come talk shit, sit with us. You know what I mean? Let me know. But definitely, you got anything to promote? X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? It's gang gang now. You know what I mean? So. For lifers. You, you got your media, your little media circle over here. You know what I mean? So. Love it. And then you got to give you a quick tip. My quick tip is to dust that notebook off. Run with any idea that's in it. Because scare money don't make money. Boom. Scared money don't make no money. Yeah, nah. somewhere but yeah, I know what she mean though, cause motherfuckers be out there and they be having their little ideas or their notebooks, whatever they said they was going. And then through. they never follow through. They never follow through. Notebooks in the closet somewhere. They ain't looked at it in all year. Get that. Pull that out. Make it happen now. And 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 and, and, and if you need help. She's doing and it. She's willing to help. That's what I was just about to so say. Many, how many guests have we had on here that was like, like we had, we had a couple, especially just like since we started back the up season again. Season three, yeah. This season three. Every every like they were like, yo, yeah, we're here to consult. Also, like, come, you know what I mean? We'll help you. We'll guide you. We'll direct you. Like, so many people out here, and literally, if you don't know what to do, and I feel like that's people's biggest problem is the fear. 
of not, uh, knowing, not knowing what the next step is. Like, you know, whether it's the process or the outcome. But how do I get there? So I spoke on this before, too. This is a conversation that I had with my friend Josh, the high high heads. And he was speaking a little bit on, like, if we was driving to Miami, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to take us forever. We might never get there if we never put it in our GPS. But if you put it in your GPS, we're going to go directly there. So when you think about that with life, with business, with anything, if you, and it's, there's really a name for it, um, well, a map is what I, you can get there without the GPS. You how want to reverse you engineer <laughs> your business. You know how to read a map? Yeah. So you can sit on my passenger seat and tell me every turn I got to make and every road to get there. I can tell you how to get to Miami. Now, I might not can't get you to uh, the strip club, but <laughs> I can get you in the area code. You're going to be able to do that. You know how many people forget yeah, a turn bro. on the map? Listen. And now we in the wrong town in the wrong well, Miami area. Miami was a bad example. And we just get on Texas I-95. Yeah, and then yeah. take it straight down. Yeah. With a roadmap or without a roadmap? What? You can get there with a roadmap or without a roadmap? You should be able to. I mean, uh, it's you just get on. Nah, either you. way though, you forgot the whole analogy. I can get the. the I, can, I, I, can, I think I can get to Miami without out. no map. Map it out. You're still gonna get there longer, even if you don't take it. I didn't say that you ain't gonna get there, yeah. but you're gonna take longer to nah, get you there. You might miss some turns. You're gonna run into, turns, yeah. run into some stops. You might run into. My GPS took me a shortcut. It cut the minutes down by 15 minutes. All right, my bad. My bad. My bad. Forgot that map it out. Just, now, cause no, I'm a military mindset. You, no. It's a plan of everything. I gotta like I'm not even like spontaneous and like a lot of people, like a lot of friends I done lost over this, a lot of relationships I done lost. Cause I'm not spontaneous like everybody else in the world. Like I got some people that be like, just oh, I wanna go do this. And they just go do it immediately. I'm militant in my shit where like we got a whole process. What's that shit called? The BAMSIS. I told you, bro, BAMSIS. <laughs> You got to plan this shit out, yo. Like, you really got to go step by step and, like, figure out the whole process before I'm even interested in doing it. If you don't got a plan, please don't talk to me because I can't do it. I got I got bad anxiety. I be 30 thoughts, 50 thoughts deep into a hole before I can get back up there. Mm. I can't do it. Right. So listening to what you're saying is a good and a bad thing. So remember when you were saying about, like, um, some people are too smart for their own good? So being too smart for your own good could lead you to overthinking, like, overthink and be yes. scared and not move forward with any of these things. You tried some things, you didn't like it, you didn't move forward with it. So that could be a problem. And that's why I say run with any idea. But at the end of the day, you still need to have step by step. It's called reverse engineering your business plan or your lifestyle period. Uh-oh. So More you want to know exactly what it is you're trying to do, because what's going to happen is every day you wake up, you think of it like a staircase, right? So if you know you got to do this, you got to get your LLC, then you got to get your EIN, then you got to get your... If you know all of your steps before you do it, there should be no reason for you to stop at any point. So you're just going to get there so much faster. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, too, that when you do, there's always going to be a problem. There's always going to be a road stop or a stop sign. There's always going to be something... A hurdle, where something's popping up that you don't expect. Yeah. Right. So don't be prideful really be willing to reach out because there's someone that's already doing what it is that you're trying to do. And then already hit the hurdles. They can tell you some shit that you could avoid. Finding a mentor, someone really, whatever it is that you're trying to do, go find someone on Instagram that's not in this area and literally look at their website, you know, and, and use them as a model to do what it is that you're trying to do. Shit, you can reach out to them and ask them to mentor you and guess what? They're not gonna... You're not stepping on their toes because they're so far away. I wouldn't say do that locally. Mm-hmm. 
unless it's someone you know that doesn't right. care that really yeah. wants to teach. If it's just someone that has a business that's like not teaching in that area, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't recommend them. But if it's someone so far out, at the end of the day, they're going to feel like they're going to be happy that you even acknowledge that you them. even knew that what they were doing. So they're going to want to help you with that, right? So as soon as they get some, you know, feedback, they're going to be able to move on to that next step. Whether they know the next move or not, you know, and even talking to that one person might make them like three steps forward and they might be at the same spot as that mentor was now. You might even have to find another mentor or someone above you unless you want to go ahead and like you guys said, YouTube it, look online because all the information is out there as well. But it's the no excuse era. Yo, it really is. But listen, that was the longest quick tip, quick tip history. (laughs) <laughs> I wouldn't say that my tip was actually fast. It was it y'all was, started harping on it, so it I continued awesome. yeah. it. Nah, because no, I, was I was actually say it was our, uh, yeah. It was my tip that was the my, but I was, was listening to the tip because I was actually applying it already. Like I'm like, oh shit, I got you. No, got your me tip thinking. was long. I was about to hit yeah. you with one of these. Yeah, we, we do those. That was him meetings. though. He he took that job over. He got the. I, don't I mean, know. I, don't I even start, remember what my quick talking. tip was. <laughs> Your quick tip was that the young boys need to stay yeah, in Yeah, young lane. kings, Don't calm be, down, chill out. Young, stay in your bubble. Young, you know me. I started talking. Young French kiss. Talker. It's the reason why I'm on here. But listen, episode one nineteen. It's in the books. We thank you again for coming through. Thanks, Thanks for having thank me. L, Captain Hustler. Nas by nature. Nas by nature. And I'm your cousin Rick. We up out of here. And don't forget, June 25th. June 25th. Sunday fun day. Sunday Sunday, fun day. Every second and fourth. Every second and fourth Sunday. Come taste that uh, pasta salad. You know what I mean? The baked beans, the mac and cheese, the rice, and the, um, what I forgot. Potato salad, rice, potato salad. Potato salad. Potato salad. You always That's forget the forgot. potato salad. Yo. You gotta stop fucking. Yeah, because yeah. I'm gonna win that joint. I'm gonna put my potato salad. <laughs> you don't win no one else's <laughs> <laughs> But y'all, thank y'all for listening. You know what I mean? I don't even know when when this gonna drop. What's today? Thursday? Hey, Thursday. Oh yeah, we can drop this tonight. Might as well. We got another Monday. one Friday, Saturday, and Monday or whatever, right? Friday, Saturday, fun day, Monday. Hey. But we up out of here. Y'all be safe. One.